The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks for being here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Got a ton of stuff to uh, to go over today. Uh, Al Gore has felt so strongly about this uh, situation where fish are swimming through the streets of Miami. He's actually put it to music. And, uh, yeah, and we'll debut uh, that incredible song. Mm. Have you ever seen the fish? Coming up in uh, just a little while here. Mm. Newsweek is using the Southern Poverty Law Center, which is completely discredited. It's not a real thing. It's not a real organization. They're a hate group themselves. They hate everything conservative. They hate every traditional value known to the United States of America and its citizens. They're labeling the Family Research Council a hate group. And so Newsweek picked up on their label and used it in their article about Donald Trump going to speak at the Family Research Council Values Voter Summit, calling them a hate group. <laughs> Just, I mean, it's, it, it's unbelievable. There, there is no more progressive, liberal, ridiculous organization than the Southern Poverty Law Center, which has actually... I don't know if he's he's still listed among terrorists, but they labeled David Barton David a terrorist. Barton. Yep. David Barton of Wall Builders is a terrorist? <laughs> okay. All right. Also, the uh, Las Vegas security guard, there really isn't a security guard. He's not registered in Las Vegas or Nevada, and you, you must be if you're going to be a security guard. They, uh, <laughs> they, re- they register all their security guards. He's not among them. Last week, he was supposed to have, I think, five interviews with, with media sources. And he took off. Uh, he was in a room. They were w- waiting outside the room. He just left. And we haven't seen him since. He's still missing. Yep. Jesus Campos is his name. I, you know, a lot of people are wondering if that means that he's involved in the shooting somehow. I just think it means he, it, it's possible he's not legally in America and maybe he doesn't uh, want all of this newfound publicity. Mm. Maybe he'd be deported if we found out uh, who he is. Although I doubt they'd deport him after what he did at the Mandalay Bay. Uh, Also, Donald Trump has said that Obamacare is dead. He got together with Mitch McConnell, his his good, close, personal friend, uh, as we all know. He and Mitch McConnell, are, they're like this. You, do, you can't separate the two of them. BFFs. They're, they're almost one mind and one body, Donald Trump and Mitch McConnell. And here's what he said about Obamacare yesterday. Uh, take a look at this. Obamacare is finished. It's dead. It's oh, gone. Oh. Mm. It's no longer, don't, you shouldn't even mention, it's gone. <laughs> there is no such thing as Obamacare anymore. It is a, and I said this years ago, it's a concept that couldn't have worked. In its best days, it couldn't have worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not sure we're going to find out that's the case uh, with what he's done so far. That's a pretty bold statement. I don't think he completely eliminated it with this uh, latest executive order, but we'll see. 
Meanwhile, there is a Democrat who is uh, talking about Hillary Clinton and the fact that she has still not returned the money to Harvey Weinstein. Now, she claims she's going to, but uh, some people in her party are a little disgusted with the fact that she hasn't done that yet. I worked for Bill Clinton. I'm still fond of Bill Clinton and certainly have been supportive of the goals of the foundation. But this is dumb. This is Mm -hmm. just dumb. Give the money back. Weinstein is totally discredited, as he should be. This isn't an issue of politics. The man's a predator. You took money from him. Give it back, period. Good idea. And and do it now, right away, I think is his point. Because she, she kind of beats around the bush. Oh, we're going to. We're, we're going to. If it's really $16,000, how tough is it? Write a check and send it to him. Done. Use PayPal. Send it to him. <laughs> a lot of different ways you can make payment to somebody like that. Also, one state has become the first to recognize a non-binary gender. So there's male, female, and this new thing that's non-binary. Governor Jerry Brown, yes, it's California, signed the Gender Recognition Act on Sunday to make it easier for people to change gender on state identification and birth certificates while establishing a non-binary designation. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. They signed the law on Sunday? Yeah. So they went in on a weekend yeah. while their state is literally on fire mm-hmm. to sign this into law. Yeah, it's, it's important. Okay. It's important. What, what about all the people, the non-binary people born in the meantime when they haven't... So Jerry knew that this was critical. And, and there were non-binary people being born every day and there's no designation for them and now there is. Well, that's good. Yeah. The law defines non-binary as an umbrella term for people with gender identities that fall somewhere outside the traditional conceptions of strictly either female or male, including but not limited to some transgender individuals and those born with intersex traits. Critical. This is critical legislation. (laughs) Advocates say the measure expands rights for the state's lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender community by wiping out the need for a court order of proof of clinical treatment to apply for gender changes. So this is just really easy. You just say, I guess, I'm non-binary and you're non-binary. The way they paint this is to depend on your uh, sympathies and act like it's just to accommodate accommodate a few people, but uh, they'll start going after anybody who doesn't cave in to this LGBTQIA agenda. What do you get a non-binary married couple off of the wedding registry? What kind of gifts you think they'd want? Huh. I, you know, it's hard to say. It is hard. I bet they have to I haven't be been to a, I haven't been to a lot of non-binary weddings myself. Why not? Uh, I've, because I've led such a sheltered life. And you're hateful. Yeah, that too. Hmm. Okay. Also, we've got some Halloween rules for you to, to be following that were written by university students, and these are important. You don't want to culturally appropriate anybody else's culture. Otherwise, uh, you know, the cultural appropriation police will be after you. There actually is, according to this article, uh, let me see how they phrase this. Uh, It's just unbelievable. Uh, Students could dress up without fear of being reported to a Bias response team, the BRT, the bias response team, 
What does the bias response team do to you? I, I'll bet they report you to the dean and then you're probably called in front of a university panel and, and maybe suspended from school. Good. And then, you know, Justice Department has to kick in and uh, sentence you to jail, go to prison. I mean, if you're going to appropriate people's culture, that uh, we don't uh, mess around with that anymore. That's not something you can mess with. Hmm. Also, uh, Lady Gaga has spoken out, and whenever she has something to say, I think we all need to stop and really listen and soak it in. She's talking about uh, uh, not wanting the government to decide certain things when it comes to uh, sexual abuse. So when you say something happened to you that, oh, we'll let the government decide if it happened or not. Mm. I don't want to live in a, a country like that. Really? Well, who should decide? If it happened to somebody or not, if it's not going to be a government or like the justice system, which is an arm of the government, who are you going to appoint Lady Gaga to make sure the justice is done? Uh, Who do you turn this over to? Do we just automatically assume everybody's guilty and and turn America upside down? I mean, I want to be somewhere where when a child says, I was raped, that every adult in the room says, are you okay, what happened, who was it, we want to help you. I mean, I think, are we not there? If a child says they're raped, or somebody sexually abused them, nobody's saying, ah, (laughs) this didn't happen, shut up, kid. Eat your peas. (laughs) Nobody, who's doing that? Right. Not, right. What, that, that, what yeah. were you wearing? Yeah. Were, were you, you know, not what, no. were, not like what in the were you school? wearing? What? what were you doing? And did you do anything wrong? And were you on drugs? And were you drinking? And it's right. like, you know, it's totally beside. Okay. Well, when a child is telling parents or adults of some kind that something desperately wrong happened to them, I don't think anybody says, "Well, what, what were you wearing?" <laughs> right. come, come on. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I was I was abused. Well, what were you wearing? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, did you ask for it by by uh, the blouse you had on? Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's absolute madness. What is happening today? And we're just as supposed to roll over and play dead, act like everything's okay, and that we you know this is the right way of going about things. China's space station, by the way, is going to come crashing down to Earth. Remember when the Soyuz space station came crashing down to Earth? Yes. China and uh, and Russia are putting these products up in space that are basically orbiting double-wide trailers with broken-down washer-dryer sets orbiting the front porch of the space station. <laughs> and so they decay, and uh, they they lose their orbit, and then they just come crashing down on our heads. Fortunately, nobody's uh, been hurt by any of these yet. And they don't know where this is coming down, but it is coming down. By about April of next year, it's going to be raining debris down on the United States. So is it, does it have like a window on, on how long the debris is going to be falling? Is it, we going to watch out for a month, just an hour? What are we? Uh, is this, they we, don't, I don't think they know the specific yet. They're just kind of saying sometime between now and April hmm. of 2018. Now, wait a so minute. So no, I mean, it could rain down for months. I see. So you know what wow. started on Sunday? The seven well, years of the... Tri- tribulation in, or yes. 
the apocalypse or whatever that was. This that, might be part of it. Yeah, you very well may be. Could be seven years of debris raining down for us here. <laughs> Keep your head up. Uh, there's just so many things going on that we need to pay attention to that we're in trouble over. Uh, it's a little bit frightening right now. Also, we need to talk about this leftist mob that shut down a restaurant just because of a Facebook post that the owners made. And, you know, these loving left-wing people who are so inclusive and so diverse just want everybody to live in harmony, uh, threatening these people with violence to the point where they had to literally close their restaurant for fear of their lives. We'll get into that as well. Uh, and much more coming up. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns. Pat Gray unleashed. Want to hear from you at triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three on this high school football coach in Texas. High school football is virtually a religion, and they build massive stadiums for the high school teams. Tens of thousands show up to the games. Uh, when when the state playoffs kick off, they put the they put the playoffs at the NFL stadiums, and they almost fill those. Mm-hmm. It, it's really a big deal. Uh, and now a video has emerged of a high school football coach in California uh, punching a student in the stomach while his hands were above his head as a form of discipline for upsetting the coach in some way. I, I don't know if if high school football is the religion in California that it is here in Texas, but look at this video. If you're watching on television, kid ha- is made to, to, to put both of his arms high above his head, and the coach just comes up and drills him in the stomach, doubling what him in over. In the world. Is that bizarre? Now, some of the parents are supporting the coach. Saying, ah, nah, he's a great coach. This is no big deal. <sighs> if, you, if you see that or you at least heard the description, I'd love to know if you think this is a big deal or no big deal. Now, they, they say if it, was, if it wasn't a big deal, why do you hear laughter in the room? Well, I don't know. Maybe the, maybe the kids just enjoy watching people be hurt in that way. But at least one of the parents is defending the coach, saying way too much is being made of this. She goes on to say she wouldn't have a problem if the coach did this to her son. Ugh. Who cares what the what the the setup is or or the context? It's a yeah, I, it's, it's a physical assault. Right, right. I don't I, care I, if the kid is agreeing to it. Kid raises his hands high above his head. Coach walks up and drills him in the stomach hard with his fist. And apparently, this is something go- that goes on uh, with this team on a regular basis. 
it, it looks, I mean, it's not exactly a mild little tap. He hits him pretty hard. Uh, what's the record of the football team? Do we know? You know, that's a, that's a good question. We should look that up. I'm going to. It's, uh, is it Beaumont High School in California? It's not the Texas Beaumont. Hmm. It's, uh, it's apparently Beaumont in California. Uh, the school police apparently forbids this. So school policy says he shouldn't be doing this. Hmm. Now, a lot of us were disciplined corporally uh, when we went to a school. And a lot, of, a lot of people my age and older think it's okay for teachers and school administrators and coaches to dish out this kind of punishment. Or I don't know about a punch to the stomach, but certainly <laughs> paddling and uh, maybe cracking your knuckles hmm. with a ruler. How many times have you heard about that? Um, but is is it okay for a, for a football coach to just walk up and drill a student in the gut? I'll tell you why it's not okay. All right. I looked up uh, the Beaumont Cougars record. They're four and three. So if okay. you're not winning... I mean, this guy is obviously going to be in trouble. They're just a mediocre team. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Like, it's, it's sad, but true. They're four and three. If they were seven and oh, people were like, come on, it's the coach. We're fine. Right. If his methods were clearly working and they were seven and oh, mm-hmm. sure. Seven and oh, maybe you say, okay, well, I mean, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't want my sons being treated this way. No. There's a, there's a lot of things you can do for discipline. You can make them run laps. You can bench them. They can't, you know, make sure they don't play. You could kick them off the team if it's that severe. It seemed to be a lot better disciplinary methods here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Would you be okay with this if, if this was uh, your student, if this was your son? Uh, their national ranking, eight thousand three hundred and eighty eight. <laughs> they're, they're the six hundred and seventh best team in California. Wow. Uh, eight thousand three eighty eight. How do you rank? Wait a minute. There's obviously some computer kicks in at some point on this ranking stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. What in the world. Anyway, uh, high school sports has changed a lot uh, since since I was in high school. When when I played, of course, in Montana, it's it's a little bit different because Montana is not California or or Texas football. But I mean, we went out of town to play other teams in Montana because there was there were only two schools in my city, so mm-hmm. you had to go, you know, Capitol High, where I went to school, would play Helena High. But then, if you want to play anybody else. You've got to drive four hours or a few hours to Great Falls and Missoula and Billings. Now, what's happening with the programs today is that some of these teams are going clear across the country to play each other. Uh, teams that are considered to be really good and make it into the you know top 25 or so of the national rankings... Mm-hmm. We'll go from Texas to Florida to play or Texas to the Northeast or up to over to California and vice versa. So things have changed a lot. And it's it's a much more intricate, involved, important sport than it was when I played it. Mm. But, I, you know, to to make this a form of discipline on your team by drilling a kid in the gut with his hands raised above his head. I don't think that's necessary in any way. So I, uh, when, I, when I looked up the Beaumont Cougars record, you know, I went to the same website where I look up my alma mater's record. Uh, have, have you looked up yours lately? I how, have, Helena yes. High? How are they doing? It's not Helena High. I went to, uh, how dare you? 
Oh gosh, I that's a rival. Oh no, I went to Capital. Capitol. See, I Capitol knew it. High. I knew it. I just knew it. Sorry. Yeah. How are they doing? Have you checked on them in a while? Because uh, I just checked my. Uh, well, my... they were doing really well. Yeah. Uh, but they lost a game they should have. Oh. Should have absolutely won that over the weekend. Sense. They lost uh, thirty to twenty-seven to Glacier. Uh, to Glacier. To Glacier. Yeah. Wait a minute. They lost to Glacier. Yeah, they did. Stop. <laughs> how bad? How bad was the what was the score? It was thirty to twenty-seven. Well, I mean, still, but it's yeah. Glacier, right? It's Glacier. They should not have lost that game. I think they're five and two now. Mm. They're they're six and two. You want to hear something fun? They're six and two. So what? Uh, what? How's your high school football? Uh, team? They're seven and zero, oh, and oh, they're wow. ranked forty five in the nation. This is this is uncharted waters for my school. I don't know what's going on there, but uh, what school did you go to? Uh, that would be uh, Walton High School in Marietta, Georgia. What's up, Raiders? Wow. Anyway, uh, Georgia's got some pretty good football teams. Valdosta, yeah, uh, used to be one of the real big uh, high schools in the nation. Yeah, um, here in Texas, we've got three or four that are ranked in the top twenty-five. Uh, where we used to live, Katy, you mm. know, the Katy Tigers, right now are ranked uh, number one in the state, and <laughs> they are ranked number nine in the country. Nice, number nine. Very good. So, uh, but how much did their stadium cost them? Just eighty million dollars. Just the eighty million. Yeah. How much of the stadium down the road cost? It like crumbled like the minute they opened the doors. Yeah, the it one in Plano? the one in Allen. Uh, Allen, Allen Texas. <laughs> yeah, it, that was another eighty million dollar facility. A- Two years into it, maybe it was even a year into it, they had to close it because it was about to come crumbling down. How does that happen? I don't know. I mean, was it's, there not enough cement? It's unconscionable. But really, high school football's all I have to hang on to this year. Yeah, clearly that's all I got too, man. I'm with you. Obviously, BYU one and six. They're playing another one and six team uh, this weekend in East Carolina. So that's man. When you when go you have way. two one and six teams, you can throw <laughs> all the records right out the window. How do you think BYU would do against Glacier? I think they'd lose to Glacier, <laughs> but it'd be close. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> listen, man. Listen, I'm with you, man. The Huskers are terrible. Uh, the Falcons last week uh, pulled their fun disappearing act that they're known for in the second half. Uh, mm-hmm. And of course, the the most important thing, uh, my fantasy football team with uh, four of my best players completely gone. So it's been a it's been a great ride on the weekends uh, around my house. Well, so, the Packers uh, were the one bright. Sp- well, were a bright spot along with uh, my high school team. <laughs> The Green Bay Packers were doing pretty well. They were four and one, and then mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers breaks his collarbone. Yeah, and he's pretty good, right? He's pretty good. Pretty yeah, good. you might need yeah. him, and he's out probably for the season. That's and uh, so they've got their backup in, and you know he did not perform didn't, didn't well. Look good. He didn't look good. Didn't look good. And uh, it, it's just uh, it's a mess. So are they going to make the playoffs? I don't know. I kind of doubt it. But now. Now that Aaron Rodgers is gone, because the backups don't look great, mm-hmm. all the pressure is being brought to bear on the Packers to pick up Colin Kaepernick. Oh, no. They're all yelling and screaming about, well, Colin Kaepernick's available. Why won't you get him? Is it racism? No, it's not racism. First of all, the guy sucks at football. And <laughs> secondly... Nobody wants the nightmare that comes along with that Kaepernick circus. Nobody wants to deal with that. You know, if you're going to pick up a quarterback who isn't currently playing, I'd advocate going after Tony Romo and see if you can get him out of the broadcast booth. But he's doing so he's well. Doing, Love his game. You learn more he's listening so to Tony Romo 
than I've ever learned listening to any color commentary anywhere in a football. Agreed. And he predicts the future, man. And he's right every time. <laughs> I know. He's really, he's, he's very so good. knowledgeable about the game. It's just, it shows why he was such a good quarterback. I remember Troy Aikman's first year in the broadcast booth. I thought, man, he's very knowledgeable, but he's so raw. He became great. Romo is better in his first year behind the mic than Aikman was. And, and Aikman, oh, like yeah. I said, became great. And a Aikman is good. Can, He's really, really can, good. Can we make a deal here, you and I? Mm. If uh, the Packers do go ahead and uh, sign Kaepernick, if that does happen, you mind if I come over to your place and uh, watch some hockey with you on the big screen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah. get you into it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hockey will be the only alternative oh. at that point. But I think they made it pretty clear we're not interested in signing Kaepernick or Romo, which is unfortunate. I'd love to see him hire Romo. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray unleashed, and your phone calls coming up. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. It's Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, my wife and I took a uh, road trip a couple of weeks, a uh, couple of, not last weekend, but the one before. And along the way, we stopped at every Bucky's uh, we could <laughs> just because we love them. Wait, where, where did you, where were This you? is a Walmart, a super Walmart of convenience stores. Mm -hmm. It's just, first of all, they have, I don't know, a hundred gas tanks probably outside each of their stores. Got to be a hundred pumps. Yeah, pumps. No. Yeah. Oh, it's they're gigantic. Okay. Two on. rows of double pumps, uh, <laughs> and they're, I don't know, a football field long each. Okay. It's crazy. <laughs> anyway, they they have this pile. I mean, they've got everything there. You can buy anything. Good grief! There are a hundred gas pumps at the one near me that I'm familiar Is with. Is it a hundred? It's right at a hundred. That's great. I Good thought, I thought it was. I mean, I didn't count them, but I had. I thought <laughs> that has to be a hundred. So then, my wife found this little pink pig uh, that was just <laughs> just in a pile of little pink pigs, and of she's course. like, "Oh, you've got to have this for your show." Sure. Because listen to that sound. Is that a great pig That's sound? <laughs> it's it's a pig. <laughs> That's got to mean pink something. Pig with the best pig sound. <laughs> And I've always got these expressions like it's hotter than a pig or it's raining like a pig. Mm -hmm. or And so <laughs> now we actually have pig sounds uh, to accentuate those. Expressions. Yeah. So, I mean, it would be too easy just to just to be honking that thing when Jeffy walks in here for his segment. I right. mean, you got to just uh, mix it in right. appropriately. I don't, I don't even know why Jeffy came up in the conversation about a pig. <laughs> I don't, it's kind of a strange I don't know. association. Know, there, non sequitur, Keith. right? Uh, yeah. 60,000 square feet. Uh, inside the bucket. In no, okay. I'm just reading an article 60, about the one near think me. Think of that. It's just a it's a convenience store stop. A convenience store. With a hundred pumps and sixty thousand square feet. They're just they're gigantic. Wow. And just a lot of fun. And mm -hmm. all the cleanest, nicest restrooms right. in America. Yes. I mean you go in there and it's like the restaurant in a re it's like the restroom in a really nice fine dining restaurant establishment. You know, and they have the maybe four foot uh, walls that are made of uh, like 
they're stone on on the wall yeah, and they come yeah. out about four and a half feet mm-hmm. so you don't have to see the stall next to you mm-hmm. and then the stalls where you sit down hmm. are completely enclosed uh, it's, it's they're awesome let, let me tell you let me tell you awesome if you've never experienced buckies mm-hmm. if they're for no other reason and and i'll find the pictures on my phone because i remember tweeting this out there is a wall I mean, an entire wall just devoted to every flavor of beef jerky imaginable. Right. And imagine the, fla- the. I mean, their cooler is 50 yards long or something. It's It's got every flavor of every drink in every variety you can they, possibly imagine. They have a bakery. Yeah, oh, oh, no, the drink Good thing. Good food, too. The drink thing. Yeah. The soda fountain. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! You can you can make your Coke or Pepsi or whatever into any flavor. They've got the lime, the vanilla, anything oh, yeah. you want to put in there. Yeah. It's heaven. It's really awesome. And you can get this. <laughs> so you got you got a pig's pig sound. Uh, <laughs> you anytime you that. want it. Any, you, you just bring it home. Anytime. <laughs> and you delight your children with pig sounds. <laughs> you delight. Or me, if you way. have a radio show, you bring it on the air. <laughs> And uh, you've got instant pig noises. <laughs> I mean, you can't be, you can't be, how much was that? This was, I, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. There's no cost associated with it. No, it's just, there's yeah, no cost. It's priceless. It's, priceless. it's pr- I'd pay any price for, if this was $600, I would have bought it. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> I'd take out a loan to get the pink to get pig. The pig. Uh, uh, yeah. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Let's go to Charles in Illinois. Hey, Charles, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi. Um, I was just thinking, what about uh, 1978 Gator Bowl and uh, Coach Woody Hayes? I believe he had to quit coaching after he slapped a yeah, player. He did, on yes. Camera. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And and that was in college. That's not even high school. Yeah, and I don't think the player knew that he got slapped. I remember I was uh, had my tonsils out. I was laying in the hospital watching it on TV, and uh, it was you know to me it's crazy. And I played eight-man football in Nebraska where it is a religion. Yeah. And, you know, we would run until we until we uh, lost the contents of our stomach. But I, right. I don't think a, you know, a coach, he might slap you on the helmet, but not in any way, just to get your attention to look at it, but not in any way that would be injurious. Yeah. I, I and, don't, uh, uh, you're right. I don't think that ever would have happened back in the day. Did, was it in the set late seventies that you played high school football, or? No, oh, I I played in the eighties. Okay. Um, and if I could, let me give a shout out to Coach Scrib. I'm I'm sure he's listening. He taught <laughs> us more about life than uh, than you know most of our academic classes. Awesome. All so. right. Thanks, Charles. Appreciate it. Yeah, Woody Hayes just slapped somebody with their helmet on. And no. was fired. And he's one of the most legendary coaches in the history of college football. And he was forced out. Didn't Woody Hayes hit the guy running down the sideline, though? I mean, it was like yeah, part he, of the play on somebody else's other, other yes. team. And he got carried away and just lost. Yeah, don't, he yeah. lost it. But, I mean, he didn't hurt the kid. Right. But still, that's that's pretty intense. This is uh, You've got a high school football coach, though. Having a, a player raise his arms above his head, yeah. making him super vulnerable. And then you slug him in the stomach. I'm not you could rupture him. a spleen. I'm or not something. defending him either. Yeah. Now, a lot of times, uh, and I, th- I I looked this up last night because you know the the rumor is that Harry Houdini used to ask people to hit him in the stomach all the time because he mm. thought his stomach muscles were so strong that he could take it, and so they would come up and they would bash him in the stomach, and and the rumor has always been 
that uh, that he that that killed him. That somehow it ruptured his spleen, and wow. that's that's what he died from. Now Snopes says probably not, but they're not positive. And so this kid could have been, you know, you could be seriously hurt doing that. Yeah. Where Keith just had the, yeah, I the play of the Woody Hayes. Okay, so he, the play he was over. hit him the, in the bottom of the helmet. It was a right? stupid move by him, and it was stupid. a weak punch that but didn't harmless. Land. Yes, it was Completely very harmless, and the play harmless. was over. It hurt his feelings more than anything yeah, else. Yeah, but he punched the guy who, who had intercepted the pass and, I guess, effectively <laughs> sealed the game. I mean, <laughs> what, is, what is Woody Hayes doing? <laughs> Legendary coach. Of all time. That's just funny now. And that's how his, <laughs> and sadly, that's how his uh, career ended. That's too bad. Really, really okay. too bad. Hmm. I'm not a, I'm not an Ohio State fan in any shape or form, but. <laughs> I'm not either. I'll have you know. <laughs> but I'll tell you, and they crushed your Nebraska Cornhuskers last weekend. They crushed your Nebraska Cornhuskers. What do you mean? Are you insinuating that there was a contest? Yes. I, well, no, not really. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> it really wasn't much of a contest. At all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just so that you're prepared. Not to offend anyone coming up in a couple of weeks. In fact, I think it's two weeks from today, Halloween, right? Yeah. Uh, throughout October, universities across the nation are warning students against Halloween costumes that some consider offensive. Gone are the days, just so you know, when college students, or anybody else for that matter, could dress up without fear of being reported to a bias response team. In recent years, more and more campus leaders have made it their mission to warn students what not to wear. Jeez. Flyers, memos, they, they, they hold workshops, and uh, they uh, impart this wisdom <laughs> on how not to offend anyone. Oh, Unacceptable costumes listed <laughs> on a University of St. Thomas diversity flyer are, quote, wearing Native American headdresses, dressing up as a Mexican, by wearing a sombrero. So I can't wear a sombrero, sombrero if I want to. Oh, hell, I'm wearing one tomorrow up here. Dressing as a geisha or any form of blackface. I think most people understand blackface. It's yeah. Pretty much not cool. Cultural appropriation is defined as, quote, the act of taking intellectual and cultural expressions from a culture that is not your own without showing that you understand or respect that culture. Uh, this could be as simple as wearing a dashiki without knowledge or respect to West African culture and as serious as wearing a fake Native American headdress without any regard of its sacredness. It generally incorporates a history of prejudice and discrimination by perpetuating long-standing false stereotypes. Now, didn't Native Americans actually wear headdresses? That's not false, is it? I mean... Now, wait, there's a picture of Calvin Coolidge wearing a headdress in honor of Native Americans. I mean, yes. that was a... Uh, who's to say it's not a tribute? Yeah, they, they loved him. So that's... What in the world? At UC Santa Barbara, a social justice workshop that is set for today will delve into how Halloween costumes abuse indigenous wear and teach students to spot appropriation with the help of Bell Hooks' essay, Eating the Other. At a conversation circle, you ever had a conversation circle? <laughs> no, and it's I don't want to have one. It's been too long since I've had. I've been a part of a when, conversation wait, circle. Tell us about it. When was the last no, time? I, Do you remember? I don't really want to get into it right now, but maybe later. Okay. At Princeton, they're having a, a conversation circle. Students will engage in a dialogue about the impact of cultural appropriation, <laughs> Halloween, and why culture is not a costume. There's a guide put out by Northern Arizona University. 
that warns against African-inspired get-ups, a Pocahontas costume, Asian rice hats, and more. A workshop scheduled for today at the University of Southern Indiana will include a discussion of cultural appropriation in Halloween costumes and culminate with an opportunity for students to make their own costumes that are culturally appropriate. Make their own costumes? Kids can't make their bed. Can't make a costume. Then there's the University of Utah's Student Affairs Diversity Council. As you get ready for Halloween, here are some tips you can put into practice. Think to yourself. Does the actual name on the costume packaging say tribal or traditional? Does the costume include race-related hair or accessories? For instance, dreadlocks, afros, cornrows, a headdress. Does the costume play into racial stereotypes? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you should rethink the costume and try again. Again, here's, here's my thing on this. Okay. To these rulemaking university students, I say ask yourself two questions. One, who died and made you the cultural czar of Halloween? And two, do we still live in America? If the answer to these questions is no one and yes, shove these rules up your rectal cavity and shut your pie holes. Nice. I can't take this oh. cultural appropriation nonsense. Wait, hold on. Everybody appropriates my culture on St. Patrick's Day. They don't ask me for permission. <laughs> Suddenly, everybody's Irish on St. Patrick's Day. That's They dress as leprechauns. They go get drunk. They're wearing green. They're, t- they're speaking in some ridiculous Irish accent. How is that okay? Hmm. How is that okay? What were those two questions? It isn't. What were those two questions again you, you posed to the audience? The ones I'm posing? Yeah, to the college kids. Uh-huh. Uh, who died and made you the cultural czar of Halloween? Okay. And is this still America? Okay, and you said if the questions were no one and yes? Mm-hmm. If okay. they are no right. one and yes. Okay, so what if the what if the answers are no one and maybe this is still America? Yeah. Then what are you... Then where are we at on that process? I still want you to shove these rules up your rectal cavity. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Amanda in California. Hi, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi. I'm sorry. I'm a little nervous. I've never called into a radio show. Oh, well, thanks for calling. Thank you. I just felt really uh, strongly that I should call in and discuss the issue that's going on at Beaumont High School in California. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's actually really sad. This is not something new. Um, there has been inappropriate behavior um, that's gone on at this high school before. and With the football team? With the coach? or um, with, with Across the board. The, the drama department, the, my daughter played water polo, and it happened on the water polo team. Just inappropriate behavior that's not put in check. And, and the first place that these wow. people are hired or left in these positions of leadership over these young people and then when they behave inappropriately it takes them a long time to act and then I, it, it's amazing to me that the parents will like jump right on and defend these people it's literally shocking to me i grew up out here and um you know small town it exploded right at the 2000s with the housing uh, bubble Mm-hmm. And so we have a lot of people out here, but we still kind of maintain this good old boy mentality um, that's kind of been the status quo here. I don't know uh, if you wow. know, but I've had problems with all kinds of things 
politically that have yeah. gone on here with this embezzling of funds and whatnot. Um, but, you know, it's kind of been the trend. Wow. Um, so is Beaumont part of a bigger metropolitan area or is it out on its own somewhere? Uh, we are about 20 to 25 minutes um, outside of San Bernardino and okay. about 30 minutes outside of Riverside. We're kind of like right in the middle of the Inland Empire. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and so... But we're, but we're just a small town. It used to be a farming community, like ranching community. And, um, but it just exploded right around the 2000s. So we have a lot of people here now, significantly. So are people starting to speak out against this coach and the other things that are going on, or are they just are they pretty accepting of it? You know, I couldn't. I was actually shocked <laughs> to hear this this morning um, because my kids are out of high school now. Um, I had moved my daughter out as a sophomore several years ago. She graduated in 2016. We put her in a different high school in Ukaipa because um, because of this same behavior. She, wow. She played on the water polo team. They hired a guy who was a swim coach who was fired from a position in Ukaipa um, with the city swim mm-hmm. team for um, inappropriate behavior with the young girls. Oh, jeez. Beaumont hired him regardless of the warnings of, of people, including my husband, who's a police officer, who knew about this, warned the school not to hire him, but they did anyway. Wow, sounds like some administrators need to lose their jobs, doesn't it? (laughs) It's really inappropriate. Wow. The principal who was there at the time is no longer there now, but honestly, I'm not surprised to hear that this is happening. And Mm. I really felt, like I said, I've never called in before, but I felt like... Yeah, definitely. It's been going on forever. Appreciate your insight. Thanks a lot, Amanda. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Uh, My Patriot Supply is how you can get prepared for any eventuality. We, we never know what's coming. We, we never know what kind of weather event will take place and you know whether the, the food supply will be interrupted for a short time. But it, it's really nice to be prepared in case anything like that happens. Um, usually Americans don't prepare for emergencies until they're right on top of them. And then a lot of times it's just too late, but you can get prepared before a hurricane strikes or an earthquake or tornado or, you know, huge snowstorm that shuts down the city for a while with America's most trusted emergency food storage provider, my Patriot supply, great people. Give them a call today. They'll walk you through your, uh, food storage preparation right now you can get 102 serving survival food supply which includes breakfast lunches and dinners for less than a dollar a serving to get the special call 888-411-5293 or just order online at preparewithpat.com set aside this food storage keep your family safe no matter what happens again the number to call 888-411-5293 or order online at preparewithpat.com pat gray only on the Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, fortunately, on this cultural appropriation thing, Business Insider has taken the liberty mm. 
of helping us understand which costumes are the five most triggering to people. Here we go. The hobo costume. Uh, apparently super triggering. There's a hobo honey uh, costume. And, and of course, so Ugh. so it's a sexy hobo, supposedly. It hasn't bathed in months? No, I, I think the girl pictured here has probably has taken probably. a bath or shower. Very well. Uh, but uh, here's a tweet about it. I know you should dress how you want, but why are all the costumes available for women slutty? Even this hobo costume. It's insensitive and misogynistic, people. You wouldn't make fun of a homeless person on the street. Homelessness is a serious issue. Are you really making fun of them? Or I mean, I don't know. Are we taking absolutely everything to an extreme of seriousness all of a sudden? These pictures available right now at theblazetv.com if you'd like to see them. Then there's the men's Arab sheikh costume. You can't dress like an Arab sheikh. (laughs) This costume draws on false stereotypes of Middle Eastern culture. Really? Do they not dress like that? (laughs) You need a false stereotype. (laughs) It's harmful to reinforce negative and misconceived notions about a region, religion, or a group of people. What's wrong with that? Why is that negative? Who's being negative here, Mr. PC writer? That's racist right there. Right. Then there's the native princess costume, which is also somewhat apparently sexy. Other costumes have also been suspended from the site, including a shake costume featuring a tunic and headscarf. And then for this uh, native princess, um, hello, I think we all know better than to culturally appropriate from indigenous cultures. Huh. <laughs> we don't all actually know that. That's Mm-mm. not a thing for a lot of us, frankly. Yeah, still learning. Um, but apparently that's out, too. You can't dress like a native princess. Inflatable fat ballerina. I'm so, Wait, what now? Take a look at that. Uh, there's the Oh, co- now that's that brings, cute right brings there. brings Jeffy to mind for some reason. I don't uh, know why. For what reason do you think that might be? I, I don't know. I Not can't think of why. Okay. Uh, this is, come on, people. It's 2017. Try to avoid costumes that could be interpreted as body shaming, like this one from Target. <laughs> and then you can't body dress shaming. as the wall. That's being proposed along the border. <laughs> uh, this one is triggering extreme liberal meltdowns on Twitter. I bet it is. Uh, really, Party City? A build the wall costume? This isn't about being politically correct. It's about being a decent human being. Wait. Oh, good. If cultural appropriation on Halloween isn't for you, here's a directly racist costume straight from Party City. A wall yeah, and even is says, racist? It says, Shut up. It says the wall on the dude's outfit. I, I can't take it. The first thing I thought when that came up was it's a Pink Floyd album. Which it could be. Come on. Yeah, it could be. Stop. But even if it's the wall across the border, that's not racism. No. Uh, it's like, oh, man. It's, it's, it's so infuriating. Uh, Graham in Georgia, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi. Um, so whenever it comes to cultural appropriation, you know how a lot of the colleges are always arguing for their students to be, um, to express, uh, multiculturalism, Mm -hmm. multiculturalism, meaning just being able to understand and being able to follow different cultures other than yours. Sure. Some might say that you could be multiculturalistic by dressing up in fashion (laughs) of that culture. But that would be being culturally appropriate. At one point, at what point can you be both multiculturalistic, 
but not cause cultural appropriation. <laughs> it, it just it doesn't work. These are conflicting progressive <laughs> theories and, yeah. and ideas and concepts. I, love are, it. I don't know. You've turned them against themselves now. Uh, thanks, Graham. Appreciate the so call. Good. Jeez. So good. It's a great point. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three eight 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 nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, Al Gore's new song. Oh, have you ever seen the fish? Uh, coming up okay. next hour here on the Blaze and Pat Gray Unleashed. Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome, Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three. Pat Gray, ah, this Harvey Weinstein fallout uh, continues to be massive. Like this Me Too campaign, I I guess everybody's been sexually assaulted virtually at one point or another. An awful lot of women have anyway. Uh, Reese Witherspoon just spoke out about sexual harassment and assault in Hollywood. She revealed that she was just 16 when it happened to her for the first time, but not the last time. She's 41 now. She reflected on women's experiences in the film industry. Uh, during her speech at the L Women in Hollywood event, sponsored by Calvin Klein and L'Oreal, this has been a really hard week for women in Hollywood, for women all over the world, and a lot of situations and a lot of industries are forced to remember and relive a lot of ugly truths. I doubt there's as much sexual harassment in other businesses as there is in Hollywood. That's I'll, I'd be willing to put up money on that. She said, I have my own experiences that have come back to me very vividly. And I find it really hard to sleep, hard to think, hard to communicate a lot of the feelings that I've been having about anxiety, honest, the guilt for not speaking up earlier. Mm. Well, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, could have saved other girls, right? She says, I feel true disgust at the director who assaulted me when I was 16 years old and anger at the agents and the producers who made me feel that silence was a condition of my employment. And I wish that I could tell you that was an isolated incident in my career, but sadly it wasn't. I've had multiple experiences of harassment and sexual assault, and I don't speak about them very often. But after hearing all the stories these past few days and hearing these brave women speak up tonight, about things that we're kind of told to sweep under the rug and not talk about. It's made me want to speak up and speak up loudly because I actually felt less alone this week than I have ever felt in my career. Uh, she just went on and on and on about it. Also, Jennifer Lawrence. <clears throat> wow, she's got a story to tell. Some male producer, when she was 15 years old, uh, apparently said that she was perfectly effable after he told her to lose weight. She's 27 now. Um, and she was speaking out at the L Hollywood thing too. 
She said, when I was much younger and starting out, I was told by producers of a film to lose 15 pounds in two weeks. Revealing another actress had, before her had already been fired for not losing enough weight. Uh, but it didn't end there. During this time, a female producer had me do a nude lineup with five women who were much, much thinner than me. We were stood side by side with only tape covering our private parts. Now, did you have to stand in that light up? Because I think the answer is no, right? Unless they had a gun to your head. So, I mean, they are making certain decisions here that seem to be along the personal responsibility lines. And the irony is so rich that this is Hollywood. Yeah. Who who swears they stand up for women's issues, but yet I, I guarantee you that's a regular practice right there. After that degrading and humiliating lineup, the female producer told me I should use the naked photos of myself as inspiration for my diet. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Lawrence said she tried to stand up for herself and told another producer she thought the weight loss demands were not appropriate. He said he didn't know why everyone thought I was so fat. He thought I was perfectly effable. The actress said she felt trapped by the experience. I let myself be treated in a certain way. There's the key. I let myself be treated in a certain way. Because I felt I had to for my career. See, that's your choice. And and it's sad that you were kind of put in that corner, but um, you don't have to do it. She said, I'm still learning that I, I don't have to smile when a man makes me uncomfortable. Every human being should have the power to be treated with respect because they're human. Right. She also said that despite the sadness that comes with sexual harassment or assault, she believes the experiences of all women have been oddly unifying. She was deeply disturbed to hear the sexual harassment and assault allegations made against Harvey Weinstein. I was deeply disturbed to hear the news about him and his behavior. I worked with Harvey five years ago, and I did not experience any form of harassment personally. Nor did I know about any of these allegations. This kind of abuse is inexcusable and absolutely upsetting. It, it doesn't it sound like Hollywood is just a uh, just a pit of despair? Mm-hmm. It, it's just uh, uh, sewage flowing freely through the movie industry, and everybody's just been looking the other way, not worried about it. Oh, well, I guess that's just what I have to do to make a living in this town. I want to make my 10 to 15 to $20 million per movie. So I'm going to keep my mouth shut. And all of these actors that are supposedly holier than the rest of us, keeping their mouths shut, not saying a word, not protecting the females in their industry, not saying anything about their bosom buddies, like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, who are so close and uh, loving with Harvey Weinstein for so many years because he got their career off the ground with uh, Goodwill Hunting. Hmm. Okay. I mean, you know, I, we we all know who you are, really. But now it's just, I mean, the whole facade is being burned to the ground. The whole Hollywood facade has just burned to the ground. And now, I mean, you're talking about Ben Affleck and his issues with certain women where he grabbed a woman on camera, uh, grabbed her breast. 
uh, he's got Justice League coming up, or he's playing Batman, and now they're saying that might be in trouble. Wow. And you can imagine, if you're talking about a guy who has been sexually, sexually harassing women in this environment, and then you're going to release the movie with him in it, I don't know. That's a problem. Plus, he's good, close, personal friends with Harvey Weinstein. Uh, the impending release of the superhero movie for the holidays, especially one with box office record-breaking Wonder Woman uh, Gal Gadot in it, should make everybody at Warner Brothers pretty excited, except for the fact that Ben Affleck uh, is good buddies with Harvey Weinstein, and he's got his own problems to deal with. And so Batman fans are taking to Twitter right now, calling for Affleck to hang up his bat cape, which would be a problem because the movie's supposed to come out at Christmas and they'd have to reshoot it with somebody else. Can they find anybody who hasn't sexually harassed women in Hollywood? <laughs> right. I don't know if they can. Honestly, I don't, I don't have confidence <laughs> that they can find anyone who hasn't said, said or done something that's offensive to women. This should be really fascinating to see. 888 uh, Also, Al Gore is sticking with his claim right now that uh, the global warming is causing fish to swim down the streets of Miami. Wow. And some people have a problem with that claim, and they're saying, well, no, that's just high tide, and that's always happened. Uh, but here's his claim. Hey, I went down to Miami and saw fish from the ocean swimming in the streets on a sunny Ooh, day. A funny the same day. thing was true in Honolulu just right. two days ago, just from right. high tides because of the sea level rise now. Sea level we rise. are going to suffer some of these consequences, suffer. but we can limit and avoid yeah. the most catastrophic consequences if we accelerate the pace of change that's now beginning. And he's so passionate about that Is he? that he's actually... He's actually now, uh, Keith, put it to music. Oh. It's true. Someone told me long ago, our SUVs have got to go. I know. Climate change is killing us. Pretty soon, we'll all be dead. It's true, and there's consensus. I want to... It's true, and there is consensus. I want to know, have you ever seen the fish? I want to know, have you ever clean the fish swim down your streets on a sunny day as I said right here before the sun is cold CO2 is hot I know it drives up our temperatures A carbon tax is what we need. 
Exxon Mobil just needs to bleed. Are you a climate denier? I wonder. I want to know, have you ever seen the fish? I want to know, have you ever seen the fish? Swim down your street on a sunny day. Yeah! Excuse me, that was very un like Have you ever seen the fish in Miami and Honolulu and Iowa? They're in the streets of Kansas. Swim down your streets on a sunny day. Our SUVs causing that. All right. We all know that uh, big government is at the root of many of America's problems. But did you know that Big Mobile, as in your cell phone company, takes a portion of the proceeds and they put that straight into the pockets of organizations like Planned Parenthood and they advocate for issues like sanctuary cities and gun control and uh, all the rest. Now, you might think that Big Mobile is the only affordable option, but it isn't. Because Patriot Mobile will give you the same service for a a much less price. Starting this week, they're taking another big step forward with unlimited talk, text, and data at a better price than anything you can get from Big Mobile. Right now, in fact, you get the same nationwide coverage with unlimited talk, text, and data for a better price than you're paying. Unlimited talk and text starts at just $20 a month, an unheard of price. I mean, people are paying $200, $300, $400 a month for cell phone service for their family. Call them. You owe it to yourself to call them and talk to them about it. And then have some of your, you know, up to 5% of your monthly bill go to a conservative cause you believe in and that you designate. 1-800-A-PATRIOT is the number. 1-800-A-PATRIOT or visit patriotmobile.com slash pat. That's patriotmobile.com slash pad. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network. It is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, You can tweet at us at Pat Unleashed. Mm -hmm. Use the hashtag TellPat. We got some tweets uh, coming in. Well, first, I I would like everyone to go to uh, to, go to Twitter and uh, go to uh, at Pat Unleashed, and you will see behind the scenes Al Gore Mm. um, as he was uh, recording his latest hit. Um, We should do that again uh, next hour because I screwed it up this time. Oh yeah. Oh, who who are you? I'm talking about Al Gore. No, I mean Al Al screwed it Al up. Al screwed it up. First okay. time he yeah. screwed up 2000s elections. Mm-hmm. Well, um, uh, if you'd like to tweet the show, obviously you can send it to us here. Um, GD Chapel says, um, if Pat would say, "I didn't leave the NFL; the NFL left me," like Arlen Specter, that would make my day. <laughs> I don't know if you're ready for that. I didn't leave the NFL. <laughs> Oh, the NFL left me. Very well. Okay. Next tweet. 
Yeah, are we ready for the next tweet? I'm not finished yet. Sorry, Senator. My apologies. Looking good, <laughs> considering you're gone. Okay. Uh, All right. The next one, uh, Pat, it's Tebow time in Green Bay. What do you think of that? <laughs> Tebow time. <laughs> what do you think of that one? Uh, no. no. Okay. Uh, no. Uh, let's I'm see. really, th- seriously. I would love it if they would go after Tony Romo. I don't think Tony Romo would probably leave the broadcast booth. I think he's had enough, you know. Otherwise, he'd be playing this year somewhere. Sounds like he's having fun. He's having fun. He's really good at what he's doing now. It's it's not hard on his body like what he was doing. He's got serious back problems. And I I don't know how, you know, with the back problem I've had for 30 years now with the ruptured disc and three herniated, Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how you'd ever play football after that. And right. he, he had the surgery. The surgery, a lot of times, makes it worse. It doesn't, which is why I've never had the surgery, because I, you know, you go to these neurosurgeons and they tell you, well, yeah, it might help. It might take relieve some of the pain. It's not going to take it all. Yeah. Or it might not help at all. And we'll have to do it again. Well, that's, sorry, that's no guarantee for me. And take the pain out of it and mm-hmm. take football out of it. Don't you guess, as a as a broadcaster, don't you guess that that Jim Nance is probably the best coworker, the best teacher oh. for someone breaking into the business? Jim I mean, Nance is is so great to me. He's up there with with the greats in the business. I, I I've always loved Jim Nance. Jim Nance started in Salt Lake City something like mm. thirty years ago, and I loved him then. I thought this guy because he used to announce uh, BYU games too oh, on wow. the weekends. I, I had no idea. Awesome, and then he he got hired by CBS, and it was like off to the races. Yeah. I, there's uh, a story. Tremendous. Yeah, there's a story about how he was in college and they were at the Masters, him and some buddies, and I guess they dared him to go up to the truck, the broadcast truck, yep. and introduce himself. And he actually met the crew, and the rest was history. Mm. He basically told them, I think he said, I would, I would love to, you know, announce. Uh, I don't know the whole story, but I would love to be the announcer for the Masters. Say, hey, well, why don't you go and introduce yourself and now, to the truck? Now and he, he is. He did, and it's great. And now he is exactly. Uh, He's really good. Uh, he and Al Michaels are state of the art. Absolutely. One, one last tweet from Kool Aid Drinker. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, Jeffy is in early today. <laughs> it, it's a pig call. So you're, <laughs> you're, oh, you're trying to get Jeffy in early today. I see. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just now. See, I don't know what he's what he means by right. that. that I don't, it's just a coincidence. I, yeah. What are you? What are you even talking One about? One clearly there? doesn't have anything to do with the other. These non sequiturs about Jeffy. I don't <laughs> Jeffy, uh, be in here in ten minutes to uh, yeah, chew yeah. the fat, if you will. Fully understand it, frankly. Triple eight. Uh, 933.93. Been talking about Harvey Weinstein again because now all these A-list actresses like Reese Witherspoon, who's now 41 years old, she says when she was 16, she was sexually harassed, and it's it's continued. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence says that when she was 15 years old, producers said disgusting things to her. Plus, they were they were uh, hassling her about her weight. I mean, that's not a surprise to anybody. You want a certain look for your movie. And you you might like the way she looks, but you'd like it better if she lost. I I don't know. Is that understandable? Can you ask a woman to lose weight for a part if they're going to make a million dollars doing it? I I don't know. I think so. Should we lose weight for TV? Yes. <laughs> yes. Dude, stop. Uh, so uh, <laughs> it's not it's not a factor of only women. Obviously, you know when you're in front of a camera. Uh, we just ignore that, but they can't in Hollywood. <laughs> it's a radio. Yeah, it just we keep convincing ourselves. <laughs> Actually, I've ignored show. it less uh, recently. Oh, yes. What are you uh, doing? I'm just eating less, 
What a concept. It's that easy? Yeah, it's that easy. You eat less and exercise a little bit, and guess what? Whoa, 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 whoa. That can be a successful combination. No, this just went from eat less, and then you threw in that word exercise. exercise. What are you well, doing? Well, walked. You know, we from, walk around the neighborhood. And the car is uh, <laughs> like just outside the door here. Yeah, we walk from good, the car to here. Uh, then let's be honest. It's a good 30 steps. That's a 60 on a round trip day. Right? Okay. I mean, how many How many do you want? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. 933 Steve in Texas. Hi, you're on the blaze. <laughs> Hey, good afternoon, guys. Hey. Um, love the show. Thank I you. I just had a quick comment on the giving the money back to Weinstein. Um, if I, over the years, I've donated thousands of dollars to, like, Red Cross. Do you think I could call them up and tell them that I've been winking at girls today and they'll send me my money back? <laughs> no. No? Uh, well, no. So basically, he gets <laughs> caught doing this, and they're like, well, here's $500,000. Good job. Is that what they want? They want her to give him back the $330,000. So he deserves to get his $300,000 back. Oh, yeah. That's that's an interesting point on that. Yeah, it, it is. It is. Supposedly, it's ta- it's tainted money now, right? Um, I'm sure it's been long spent. Uh, but why give it back to him? Right. Right. She should donate it to some charity, right, that helps women. Yeah, would, anything. Yeah. Would be the way to go. Yeah, Chris, his legal defense. You know, that's a great point. I, Thanks, Steve. I, I shouldn't call Red Cross then. No, I, I wouldn't <laughs> if I were you, especially not admitting that you've been winking at anybody. They'll take your eye out for that now. Uh, Sean in Alaska. Hi, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat. Hey, I just wanted to uh, get off t- subject just a little bit and go back sure. to this Halloween appropriations thing. Yeah. Um. Maybe we need to do DNA tests on every college student that walks into a college. Because I'm pretty sure everybody that goes to that college is not 100% pure white Mm -hmm. or 100% pure black or anything. I could wear probably 80 different countries' costumes because of my DNA. Have you had it tested? I had it tested. The only uh, ancestry I do not have in my, my DNA past is Asian. Really? I have African. I have Middle Eastern, European, uh, Jewish, Uh Irish. Really? So does that mean I can wear, I have Native American. Does it actually break it down into Jewish? Yeah, actually they, they could, they only can go back like five, basically five generations for your exact DNA that you have right now. Okay. And mine broke down to European and um, Jewish. What what were you mostly? Mostly European. And what country did they specify the country? Uh, yeah, um, Irish, British, okay, uh, Swedish. So French. you can you can pretty much get away with celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, um, yeah but- I have. I, I've got a pretty good amount of. Irish DNA. But if you wanted to wear a headdress for Halloween, uh, you'd have to go to prison. Uh, no, because no? I actually have Native oh. American ancestry. How much? In my history. What's the percentage? It doesn't tell me, it doesn't tell me the exact amount. Is it enough to get little. a casino? That's what you need to look into. Is uh, it? No, a- unfortunately, <laughs> I, cannot, I cannot open up a casino. Oh, that's too bad. That's too bad. But, I think, like I think I you... Said, yeah, I appreciate the call. Thanks, Sean. Uh, that's a, uh, another good point. I uh, I think you only need one sixteenth. I think that's right. Yep. 
to, to open a casino, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. Oh, well, I know. Well, I don't know about the casino. I know that the one uh, sixteenth is uh, for um, free ride uh, college. I believe is what it is. Uh, oh, in really? America. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there's that. Mm-hmm. But now, I mean, you can't you, you can't wear like a Pocahontas outfit. You you couldn't dress up as Saco, Sacagawea, even if you're a fan. And I am. I think Sacagawea's story is. Amazing. That may have really saved cool. the country at that point, right. you know, our expansion. Um, well, both of them were incredibly helpful to to the effort of getting this country on solid footing. Both of them. Hey, I just thought of something. I've, I've got an Atlanta Braves t-shirt. Oh, boy. And it features, like, the oh, no. old school logo, the little mo- mohawk guy. That's another point. How did the Braves, how have they hang, hung on to Braves? How do they hang on to that name and nobody's going after them for it? Why? I don't know, and let's not talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> you just mentioned it and opened up a huge can of worms, my oh, friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So many, uh, so many high school teams have had to change their names Pathetic. across the country, uh, named Indians. We have one in the in at least one in the area. Mm-hmm. It's called the Keller Indians. Keller, yep. And uh, they haven't changed yet. So I, I don't know. There's a few that hold out. And I don't know how it happens because. The political pressure brought to bear on these schools and these institutions is unbelievable. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three eight 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 nine hundred three three nine three. We're gonna be chewing the fat with Jeffy Wait, coming that, up uh, in just a second. Where did that come from? Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. You want to start this segment over? Here. Pat Gray Unleashed. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Pat Gray. I miss those days of radio. I know. Power 99. Pat Gray. Pat Gray. Pat Gray. Power 99. Those were fun times. Afternoons. I, I, I don't I don't know that the audience loved it because it was just loud <laughs> and obnoxious. But uh, oh, it was huge at the time. Every uh, every DJ in the world oh. loved those things. Oh, that was good stuff. Those days are not coming back. Guarantee you that. Triple eight nine hundred three three ninety three. Guess who's here? It's uh, Jeffy. Uh, There's something added to the. Yeah, there's a little. Uh, it's a remix. That's cute is what that is. That's cute. <laughs> That's cute is what that is. It's the best pig noise I've ever Greatest. encountered, and I had to have it. Oops. And it, I just no, felt on. like, I don't know why I wanted to play it during your time. Time out. I mean, time the, out. Song is, the song time is called out. what? The, the music is called what? Oh, I don't know what the name yeah, of that we don't song know. is. It's just something we threw together. 
Uh, hold on, I got a question. <laughs> when you were when you were at Bucky's, when you were at Bucky's, yeah. okay, and you saw the pig. Oh, uh, is that where you, you purchased that at Bucky's? Yeah. Yes. Did 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 this segment come to mind, come or now. you just wanted the pig? Did this segment come to mind? I mean, Strangely, what? it did, huh. and I don't even know why. It's just one of those weird coincidences. The last time I was at Bucky's, we I got into a, a big Twitter <laughs> argument with people because uh, I, you know, I mean, you go to Bucky's. Come on, it's Bucky's. I love Bucky's. I love Bucky's. Right? Yes. You love it. My wife and I took a road trip a couple of weeks ago, and every Bucky's we we drove by, we stopped at. Yeah. <laughs> I just you I have love to. Them. You yeah. have to. I mean, they have like a thousand gas tanks, and you know, literally one hundred. And the store is uh, gigantic. I think the six thousand. The one here feet. in Fort Worth has 60. got more than a hundred. Got more than a hundred thousand square feet. Oh yeah. Oh, right I, around a hundred or more. Yes. I think uh, they I all thought do. it was more. I mean, it doesn't matter. It, it's, yeah. yeah. And but uh, suddenly. I stopped going to Bucky's because they don't want truckers. Truckers got enough. Right. You've got other places to truckers go. Truckers got enough. I love the fact and that they don't what? have truckers. Guess what? What? Truckers can stop at Bucky's. They just can't fill up. Oh. No one says, hey, truckers, you can't stop at yeah, they Bucky's. Yeah, can they can park there, you know, out Absolutely. in the massive parking lot. Yep. They can park out back. Come on in. Get yourself soda. Get yourself some ice cream at the wall of ice cream. <laughs> The wall of everything. <laughs> and then this, you know, which is. You know, I, I never, I've never seen the, I've the never pink seen pig. The, the pink They came in pink and yellow. And uh, for some reason, my wife thought it had to be pink. Oh, so she, 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 your wife picked that out for My you. wife actually picked it out. Uh, she went over to the uh, big basket of pigs and she said, you've got to have this for your show. For some reason, she thought of you as well. <laughs> wow. Is that considerate or what? Oh, yeah, I mean, it's nice, right? It's considerate. I mean, it's nice. Yeah. I mean, uh, you're supposed to she likes you, be so. thankful. Then. Yeah. So, <laughs> Jeffy's here as we chew the fat with Jeffy. It's a pretty good snort, actually. It is great. It's the best pig noise I've ever heard Cute. outside of a pig. So we do. An actual pig. We Go do ahead. have news from uh, the FCC chairman uh, earlier today uh, rejecting the <laughs> Trump suggestion on broadcast licenses. Thank you. The U.S. Federal Communications Thank Commission you. chairman said agency uh, does not have the authority to revoke broadcast licenses despite suggestions from the president, Donald Trump. Especially not network licenses, since they don't have licenses at the networks. Ajit, what's his name? Ajit, 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 Ajit Pai. And he's um, a conservative, and he's he's good, and that's a good decision boy. by him. Obama. Thank you. Obama screwed up when Thank he you. let him through. His yeah, he did. Uh, he said, uh, <laughs> listen, uh, the FCC could challenge the license of NBC stories uh, that Trump declared were not true. Uh, no. No. Under the law, the FCC does not have. The authority to revoke a license of a broadcast station based on the content. The FCC, under my leadership, will stand for the First Amendment. Oh, good golly. The that First Amendment great. of the U.S. Constitution guarantees freedom of speech and freedom of the press. I like that guy a lot. Didn't we have him on yes, the radio show a, while ago, a couple yeah. of months ago? Yep. Yeah. Really good. He was great. He was really good, yeah. Yeah, he was great. And he talked about uh, the agency does not issue similar licenses for cable networks. CNN, MSNBC, regulate internet news or other websites. We, uh, we're, we're an independent federal agency. We don't license broadcast network, but we issue them to individual broadcast stations that are renewed on a staggered basis for eight years period. And it goes on, but I got the feeling the way, <laughs> the way this was uh, released is that he was explaining it to our president. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kind of like, uh, Feels like that. hey. It does feel like that. Uh, Mr. President. Here's what we do. 
Yeah. <laughs> so let's go yeah. ahead and go from there, okay? Right. Uh, and more news on though. People want, man, people want our president out of office. What for people? For some reason. Uh, guys like uh, Larry Flint. Huh. Uh, you know. right. He's still alive? <laughs> Wow. Yeah, oh, he looks good, too. Yeah, let's start he being concerned with what he has to say. Good. I mean, Larry, he's offering $10 million for $10 million bucks to anyone that produces information that leads to President Donald Trump's impeachment and removal from office. Does he still have $10 million to give? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. He publishes, uh, what, Megan's Hustler. Hustler? Or is it Penthouse? No, he's Hustler. He's Hustler. Bob Guccione was Penthouse. Oh, that's right. Not that I'm aware of these Are you challenging Jeffy's knowledge? No, I shouldn't be. Come on. I shouldn't be. (laughs) I can't imagine that they're selling that anymore. Are they? Oh, yeah. In this age of internet? Oh, sure. I mean, look, Hustler always had great articles, a great interview. (laughs) And always got some. They didn't uh, even claim. They didn't even begin to claim that in that magazine. They had great, great artists. My some of my favorite, uh, some of my great cartoon, uh, cartoon people were drawing for. Okay, I I got a, I got a question for you. There's good articles and stuff. What's the most memorable article that you read in one of those magazines? (laughs) It was the cartoon Chester the molester. (laughs) I tried. I'm sorry. That's how bad. Listen, that's how bad Hustler. Is yeah, it's and terrible. Was. Terrible. Uh, I mean, the one terrible. cartoon that sticks in my mind was Chester the Bolester. <laughs> I, to be honest with you, I don't know uh, if anyone is buying Hustler anymore. Yeah. Uh, I, so I much like, is available I mean, online. Is it still made, though? I mean, as far as I know, it is, sure. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I got to be careful what I Google here. So he wants, uh, obviously, anyway, he, he wants, wants Trump out. Yeah. Yeah, because he's a sleaze bag. And, yeah, of course. And Trump's not quite sleazy enough for him. <laughs> right? So. You bring back Bill Clinton. That yeah, should fill the bill for him nicely. Oh, you count on that. Yeah. Yeah, no yeah, problem. Sure. Plus, are we seriously going to make uh, all these companies that Weinstein gave money to give the money back? Nah, I mean. I I don't think that's right. They'll be yelling about it, but it's not going to happen. Come on. It's not going to happen. I mean, that's. I mean, uh, I know they made a big deal about the Clinton Foundation, but they already said, uh, take a hike. Yeah. Uh, you know, we and and yesterday, remember, was it you that I were talking? We were talking about, uh, I think maybe here that we were talking about. Uh, they were saying they only gave like sixteen thousand dollars or something. Uh, that was personally. Yeah, it was. But they Hillary said that's how much she received from Weinstein. But which they is said that I, I read an article. Yeah, I read an article yesterday that talked about the foundation saying that uh, it was between two hundred and fifty. It was over two hundred fifty thousand. Okay, I think and, the sixteen was for her campaign. And I think oh, okay. the 16 is what came directly out of his pocket. But the guy bundled, you know, probably millions right. for her. And I, and, I, and I think that personally for the foundation, it was at least 250000 maybe more. Yeah, that's what they're saying. And, and but they're saying, uh, you know, that money's gone. What are you talking about? And for, and the, for as far as the Clinton Foundation is concerned, you know that money's gone. Oh, yeah. I Bill, mean, Bill spent it on hookers a yes. long time ago. I mean, Bill <laughs> paid, paid Harvey back. But I'll tell you something. They were high-quality hookers. They were the highest, well, not the highest uh, quality, but like the top 15 in quality. (laughs) But you know that I love fat chicks. There's just, uh, I love fat chicks. I mean, Monica Lewinsky level uh, hookers. Pictures of Bill with With, all fat hookers. No. No. Is he? Is he? What? What were? What kind of? What was? The, what were the circumstances where he was with nice-looking women? Do you know? 
Just somebody uh, no. taking a, a selfie with him. I've seen those too. <laughs> no, it was at some event. It was a. Mm-hmm. It was in a booth somewhere. Okay. The, the one booth I saw. The one. I'm on booth that I'm thinking of now. There was like three or four in the booth with just him. Uh, all right. And uh, I know that you know. Look, you can't stop people from just sitting down and taking a picture with you. Right. That's, when you're, when yeah, you're, exactly. You know, in a booth and you're the former. What are you president supposed to do? Right. It's not like securities around. For the the just let them in. Sure, what are you supposed to do? By the way, Hustler still being uh, yeah. printed. A circulation of five hundred thousand. Wow. Oh, circulation and plus uh, he probably has subscribers to his website. Mm-hmm. He probably has OTT business that is doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that's probably where he's getting his money. Mm-hmm. Not that I would. You would know. Know any of that? You okay. know what? So what uh, else you got? How many times have you heard stories? <laughs> you know, news has to fill stories, te- television news. And, and so does radio news, to be honest. But television news seems to have to have their little helpful fill stories. You know, mom's doing great. And, hey, you know, there's a big lottery drawing this week. But, you know, if you haven't cashed in your lottery ticket, you should look around your house because there's a lottery ticket in two days that's going to go back to the state that's worth $24 million dollars. It could be you. Wow. And, uh, you know, and you, and you think, yeah, you know, right to mm-hmm. the trash or, or somebody threw it away or they don't, you know, no way. Well, this guy in New York, New Jersey man says, mm, you know, I should look for that. There's one in my old shirt in the closet. And that's the winning ticket for 24 million. Oh, wow. Oh. So it's been so long that they were about two days to, and they had two days left. He found it, and now he's Finds twenty-four ticket, million rich. Twenty-four million. He needs to wash his clothes more. How often. sweet is that? Oh my gosh! I mean, I'm trying. Would you to, even make the phone call to this place? I'm and trying. Say, hey, don't I expect know. me ever. I don't. I wouldn't even make the phone call. I don't even pick up the phone. I mean, I'm trying to you be really happy anyway. for that guy. That's but. true. <laughs> so I certainly don't pick it up when right. I'm twenty-four million dollars I mean, richer. I, I, you know, I, I try. Pat but, believes uh, that he has to have a phone now. <laughs> he wins twenty-four million. This line has been disconnected. It's going to call like anyone. Now. But he chose the 26-year payout, which was kind what? of... What? Stupid. For that? $24 million? You're Wait a minute. No. There You're... was a New York lottery. He trusts that state to be solved uh, well, in 26 years? He's, you know, look, he, hid the, he lost the ticket for how long, how many ever months or years that it and takes he's, he's for it to cancel out, right? Stupid. That's yeah. really in stupid. In the 70s or something? What was the, uh, what, what was the cash payout? I don't know. Like Twenty-four 18, million. Probably. You're probably looking at maybe twelve, at least. You know, maybe twelve. Yeah, I don't think it's half. I think it's like eighteen, fifteen, somewhere in there. I don't know. I don't know. Still though. Still okay. So even if it's even if it's ten. Yes. I mean, take it. Yes. Oh my gosh. Because in take five it years, take it now. In five years, the payments stop. <laughs> if that. <laughs> if that. Right. Take the money and run. I baby. didn't get my check this month. Yeah. Um, You're not going to anymore. So. We're going to try to get that to you. <laughs> Thing We're is. trying. It's in the mail. We're trying. <laughs> Look for it. But uh, with no guarantees. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, with all the buckle up going on the last few weeks in the state of California, and they've done some great things. You know, we've got the fires burning and the horrific fires just damaging the state that's Ugly. Every time I look at pictures of it, I mean, they're starting to, I guess, get it kind of under control because the winds have died down a little bit, but Mm -hmm. still a lot of damage. But they've done some great things in the state of California, not only uh, the least of which is that uh, they have a state dinosaur now, which is beautiful. A 66-million-year creature uh, wins the state dinosaur honor. Uh, Governor Jerry Brown announced the signing of the bill, making the Augustin Olafus Morrissey the official dinosaur of the Golden State. Okay. 
Again, I it's, ask. It's uh, the duck-billed creature that lived <laughs> six, 100 to 66 million years ago, and we should have the... California. Have a picture of the duck your, your state's on fire. Duck. You know this, right? California. I the mean, literally, build, it's uh, on fire. Augustinolophus. There it is, they right don't there. Care. Look at that. <laughs> Looks like a giant snail. It's the state dinosaur, and you know, I said, California's not the only stupid state to have a dinosaur. It's Uh-oh. pretty amazing. There's the number of states that. Have mm. a wow. state. And even cooler looking than that giant slug on Does the screen. Does a duck build? I don't think so. Oof. And a Texas county worker arrested for stealing $1.2 million in fajitas over nine years. <laughs> wow. Now you think to yourself, That's man, a lot of fajitas. That guy, you know, is probably, you know. He was hungry. Overweight. Yeah. But apparently he's been, uh, <laughs> he's just been ordering them and then selling them on his own. Okay. Uh, the board pays for him, and then he orders them. And he got busted because he w- had a doctor appointment. And the day Mrs. Work, <laughs> a, a delivery driver calls and says, hey, where's my 800 pounds of fajitas? Wow. <laughs> and they're like, we don't deliver fajitas. What are you talking about? You have for the last eight years. <laughs> so for eight years, they didn't know they were being robbed blind? Yeah, he orders it. He picks it up, delivers it. Jeez. I mean, that's wow. That's good government work right there. Yeah, it is. Now you want to talk about, uh, uh, we've talked a lot about uh, kids playing football and when do you start your kids playing football. I have always kind of been against the little peewee football leagues. Mm-hmm. And uh, this particular video, you got uh, this video is amazing. Uh, this little kid, there's some great footage inside the game and outside the game, but this little kid gets crushed. Oh, whoa. You've got to watch this again, man. Golly. Watch it more than once. He comes around. It's a good play. He comes around and he gets. Kid got up. Well, he gets up and he's holding his arm. I mean, his arm, he got crushed. His arm hurt. He he broke his arm. Man. Oh, he did break his arm? Look at that when he gets up. He gets up and finally holds his arm back off to the sideline. But if you watch it, if you watch it, I'm thinking. Wait a minute! Like the, his off, the one guy is just nothing but dragging down the defensive guy that should have been holding. But you see the flag. You do see the flag thrown. So, but the kid got crushed. Oh, why are we? As a little kid. Now I'm thinking. You know, are we really going to do that to these little kids? Why are they playing tackle? No. I love tackle football when you're that These age. Little kids. I love it. I want to see my kid get love hit it. like that. No, though. they're too. They're too little kitty. No, they need to grow up a little. No. They can play soccer. Oh, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, bring they're back not, the tackle. They are not playing run. communist games. No. Make them no. run. Third world That's games. My, make them run. No. Hey, uh, I believe my training regime worked. Yeah. My friend. You were fortunate. Make you were work. lucky. And we've got that with all the, uh, with all the Einstein, my favorite Facebook uh, Twitter post of the last few days is uh, the Travolta little video pic, the little gif of Travolta standing around looking at the empty streets with the caption, uh, look live at the Women's March group protesting Hollywood's rampant abuse. Nobody there. <laughs> what is Nobody the, there. What is That's the Travolta Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah, okay, I love it. That's when Travolta was in Pulp Fiction. But, the, I mean, uh, there is no Women's March protesting the Hollywood rampant abuse, is there? No, that's great. That's genius. Good not. for him. Triple eight. There is not. 933.93. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up in a second. Uh, I got to talk about this... Uh, Wax situation of Jeffy's. Works, baby. Just finally finally been remedied. He got the Wax RX earwash system that's doctor developed and it works safely when other products don't and aren't. I mean, you could do it yourself, but mm-hmm. I did have my wife help me. 
Okay. Because uh, I wanted to take some picks and make sure that I got it right. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, you put the put the solution in, let it sit for ten minutes, uh, come in, and then you put the warm the warm uh, what's it called the it's the uh, specially engineered pump that's fitted with a unique tip to gently deliver the perfect amount of cleansing pressure. The cleansing. The, the cleansing, cleansing pressure. Yes. And then it oh, it just brushed takes everything it all out. out. I got a couple of nice. I got a couple of little things out of one out of each ear. Okay, yeah. Um, too got, much information. We've got those pictures though if you want to see them. They're no, just little I, balls no. of you want to see No, them? we just I, just, I, I too think much. they look like Again, just hair too 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 much. Stop. Go to usewaxrx.com for your reusable ear wash system. Usewaxrx.com. Use the promo code radio. You get free standard shipping. Usewaxrx.com. I'm just saying that way you can stop. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. The Greek Prime Minister Alexis Tsipras is at the White House doing a press conference with Donald Trump. This is a guy who, not so long ago, called Donald Trump evil. Uh oh. They are now doing a press conference together. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I, how do you? How did? How does that work? I, hey, I was just kidding about the evil thing. By the yeah, way, sure. I, I, it's uh, it's a Greek thing. Mm. I meant I meant you reminded me of a medieval uh, you know uh, uh, character who Trans- was very heroic. That's what I meant, and it just got blown out of it's proportion. A, it was a translation uh, error. Yeah, that's what it was. Back at the White House, it's all Greek to me, and so <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> See what a, I did there? That's a pig oin uh, time. Eight 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 nine hundred thirty three ninety three. There you go. A little sanity that's returned to the nation. This is great. Uh, Al Michaels, who's a legend and an icon in in sports, I I love him as a as a play by play announcer. He's one of the greats of all time, I think. And the other day, <clears throat> it was Sunday Night Football, right? When he yeah. when he said that the Giants have had a worse, they're coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein, and they're still fourteen points ahead. I mean, it got immediately blown up on Twitter. He was getting all kinds of crap, and I thought, oh, great. So are you really going to fire a legendary broadcaster for saying a harmless joke? Uh, fortunately, the answer to that is no. NBC says there's going to be no disciplinary action for Al Michaels, which must mean he's a leftist, but I don't care because he never includes that in his in his play-by-play commentary. Oh, he's no. no, no. I've, I've never heard him sound off or say inappropriate things at, no. a, at a football game. So... Perfectly great that NBC, a spokesperson, acknowledged yesterday that, yeah, okay, the remarks were inappropriate, but he, we're not going to discipline him. He po- apologized for it. It's over. So that's pretty amazing because that never happens anymore. Yep. Common sense almost never pre- prevails. So it's nice to be able to point out what it does. Uh, Lee in South Carolina, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Mr. Pat Gray. How are you, sir? Doing good. Good. Hey, so um, I just want you to know, I spent I've spent probably 20 years now. It's 1998 was the first time that I moved to Los Angeles, and I've spent 20 years 
working in that cesspool. And Lee's not my real name because uh, there are people who know me there still. Okay. <laughs> but um, that place right now, there are people that are changing their diapers because there there's so many people that are not even close to as powerful as Harvey Weinstein that are doing just as despicable type things that if they're if people are willing to take him down i can't imagine how many other people are getting ready to get knocked off the list because uh, it. it is it is a pure cesspool when i first moved there this is a great example so when i first moved there i uh, was waiting tables like everybody else trying to get my thing going and writer actor producer all that and uh started actually taking care of a group of people that were from disney and this one particular executive always seemed to be real nice to me and all these other things and was asking me questions and you know i i was i was in my 20s so i wasn't super naive but i was you know i was cautiously hopeful and uh, he's like look man let's go to dinner one night i got some projects that i'm working on think you'd be you know i think you might fit some things i was like sweet so you know i'm stoked we have dinner we're, we're at dinner and about halfway into dinner, he starts propositioning me, you know, say, oh, you know, for sex, I've got some opportunities here for you. And I literally was like, you're kidding me, right? Like, I was shocked. Wow. I had no idea that was coming. Wow. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not interested in that. No, no, that's <laughs> not. Yeah, I'm straight. And I don't know. I'm not desperate. That's not my world. And uh, immediately all those prospects had been wiped off the table. And two other things that I wow. was on deck for disappeared. So, yeah, wow. it's it kind of interesting. I mean, you, there's a lot of that stuff that goes on. You know that's happened to literally thousands of people. You know oh, it has. Not, not only that, but there are actors out there. I promise you that, uh, I mean, there's lots of rumors in Hollywood, but you start seeing people that are successful and you go, how in the world? They're not that great of an actor. They're sex. not. You start realizing. <laughs> they, they put out. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Get you in touch with us. Uh, also available on Twitter. You can tweet at Pat Unleashed. Use the hashtag TellPat. I, I guess that speeds up the process. Uh, but also later on, we're doing a uh, we're doing a Facebook Live. Right at the end of the show, we are going to go straight into uh, Facebook Live. So maybe a couple minutes after 3 o'clock Eastern, 2 o'clock Central. Spoons is back. And this time, it's pissed off. Why is it in a bad uh, mood? Why, I don't know. I don't know. Like, maybe it's the nature of the snack themselves okay. today. Don't know what... Straight off the streets of Vietnam. Oh, now I got it. Now I see One of our people, off. Bowie, went to Vietnam, right? I'm sorry. Didn't you go to Vietnam? That sounds recently? yes. She bought a bunch of snacks. Uh, this is not promising, but anyway, Stu, Jeffy, myself, we'll mm. be trying these at uh, three Eastern, two Central. Don't miss out. Go to the Blaze Facebook page or Pat Gray Unleashed Facebook page mm. right after the show. Also, we got some tweets to share with you. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's people tweeting at uh, Pat Unleashed. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Ben Affleck should, uh, should have hung up his cape long ago or long before the Weinstein scandal. 
I'm going to start this over from Andy Johnson because I have not done it justice. Ben Affleck should have hung up his cape long before the Weinstein scandal. Why? Because he sucks as Batman. Yeah, well, he sucks as everything. Everything. But yes, uh, that's, a, that's really true. <laughs> is, uh, is he maybe, he's got to be the worst Batman there's ever been. Has to be. Yep. Can you think of a worse? There's, okay, so it started out with Michael Keaton, who I thought was an it's unusual fine. choice, but I actually liked him. Yeah, it was fine. Then there was Val Kilmer, who yeah, was not good. Not good, and then I stopped watching. Sorry. And then there was, uh, then there was it uh, George Clooney. Oh yeah, I watched that. He George Clooney okay. did yeah. it, mm-hmm. and and now Ben Affleck. And oh really? That's it. You just haven't. I think. Okay. You haven't found your quintessential guy yet. I don't think. Mm. Uh, let's see. Nicole Muffer Squish says um, she's dying hearing uh, the singing uh, by Al Gore, and she wants to uh, have you ever seen the fish to be out on an album. Okay. Okay. Yes. So gotta All do right. that. Gotta mm-hmm. get that on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, GD Chapel says, um, "Al, have you ever seen the fish? Will be number one on iTunes by the end of the day. <laughs> We're gonna try to make that happen. We're actually gonna perform that again because uh, yeah. Al performed it live last hour, the hour before, and I think he screwed up one of the verses. Really? So we want it to be out on Whoa. Twitter in its proper form. That's what happens sometimes when you try to do it live. I tried to tell Al, hey, record it, and he's." He insisted, no. Did you just suggest that the man who lost the state of Florida by 537 votes could, could make a mistake, period? Hard to believe, I know. Okay. Uh, Caitlin, mm-hmm. uh, she, she sends out the tweet says, I'd love to hear Al's other hit songs, Bad Tide Rising and As Long As I Can See the Ice. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. That's good. Uh, and one more mm-hmm. here. TJ yes. Morris says, a Halloween costume should come with a free Ancestry.com subscription. It's a good idea. Uh, no kidding, man. You got to find out which is allowed and which isn't. Uh, my wife and I are going to do that and see, you know, all the different places. But it's kind of weird because I've read something about those not being the most accurate tests in the world. And so they might be hmm. coming up with uh, ancestry that you don't have. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see uh, how much they say of my ancestry is from Ireland and how much of it is from, you know, the Congo. I, I don't know. Well, That'd we'll be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. I mean, mm-hmm. being as pasty white as I am, yeah. if I've got an- ancestry from the Congo, yeah. uh, it's going to be amazing. What kind of uh, benefits do you think Congolese ancestry <clears throat> would qualify you for, I wonder? I'm sure there's something. There's got to be something, and I'm going to look into okay. it. Okay. And, of course, if you're Native American, at least 116th, you could maybe start yourself up a casino. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, Jimmy Kimball speaking out. Uh, he was interviewed yesterday and they asked him about all of his, you know, moral preaching, the sermons he's been given on his uh, talk show lately with about gun control and, uh, and kind of treating Weinstein with kid gloves and uh, kind of an interesting interview. You've heard there's one conservative commentator in particular who says who made jimmy kimmel the moral arbiter i'm not i mean yeah mm. i agree with them i'm nobody's moral arbiter I right mean, good point you don't have yes. to watch the show that? you don't have to listen to what i say i don't so his monologues written just before every show have drawn fire from critics who bash him for everything from being wrong on gun control mm-hmm. to being soft on harvey weinstein it's okay. a bit of a risk that you're taking talking about that stuff. You might lose the audience. Yeah, I mean, I saw, uh, I don't know if it was a study or a poll or some combination of those two things that um, like three years ago, I was equally liked by Republicans and Democrats and then <laughs> Republican numbers went way down like 30% or whatever. And, you know, as a talk mm-hmm. show host, 
That's not ideal, but <laughs> I, did, I would do it again in a heartbeat. So you don't oh. mind if Republicans turn off your show? They're not watching anymore? I wouldn't say I don't mind. I mean, I love for everyone. I want everyone with a television to watch the show. But if they're so turned off by my opinion on uh, health care and gun violence, then... Yeah. yeah, then see ya. Sayonara. I don't know. I probably won't want to have a conversation with them anyway. Good riddance? Well, not good riddance, but riddance. <laughs> it's interesting. He's, he's going down the Letterman path. Yeah. And it's it's not a path to success. But if you know if your agenda is more important to you, if your crusade is more important to you than your career, good for you. It's almost uh, good for you. The same thing that Eminem said to his supporters uh, just in a less eloquent way last week. Uh, yeah, and he was pretty adamant about it, uh, flipping them off and yelling the f word at him. And okay, well, I wasn't a, an Eminem fan by any stretch before. No. And, you know what? I'm pretty committed to that stance <laughs> still now. There. Still there. Pretty committed to it. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, Joe Biden on Harvey Weinstein. He's also spoken out. Now, this is uh, this is the guy who is so dramatic at times where he gets into that whispery voice <laughs> and he gets super intense. Takes courage. And here's one of those times. To speak out. Yeah. With these women in Hollywood speaking out now, did it to save other women from similar abuse. Yeah, welcome to this it. It's disgusting behavior, mm -hmm. at least in the party of Har on the part of Harvey Weinstein, has been brought to an abrupt and justifiable end. Yeah. But it's long past time. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> for the powerful men in Hollywood to speak up, mm -hmm. to be strong enough to say something. Mm. Because silence is complicity. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a sort of a lukewarm welcome uh, or uh, response to that. Yeah, and it's ironic. Isn't it? Coming from Joe. Yeah, because he, he got a little bit, he started out in that whispery, intense voice. And then he got all fired up at the end. And still they're like, woo. Okay, yeah, woo. Hey, yeah. Well, you said whatever it was. I wasn't really paying attention because you're a buffoon, and I don't even know why I'm here. <laughs> I mean, with some of the stuff Joe Biden's gotten away with, I don't think I'm laying low during this time right now. Right? That, that was my thought, too. Here's Joe Biden, who's all over women. He had that woman sitting on his lap in a restaurant. Yeah. Remember that? Yes, I do. During, I think it was during the, uh, during the, uh, the 2016 campaign, wasn't it? Or I think 2012. 2012 right? campaign. Yep. That's right. It, yes, when he and Obama were running together, mm -hmm. and he's at this restaurant, and some so weird has some woman come over and sit in his lap. Then he is draped all over the wife of a senator during a photo op, and he's always doing that grabby stuff when they have to you have to swear him in, yep. and he's holding the Bible and all that good stuff. I mean, yeah. it's just he's he's creepy. Joe being Joe is he's, what it is. And that's what everybody chalks it up to. Well, that's what Hollywood chalked up Weinstein. That's just Harvey being Harvey. We all know about it. Don't go into a room alone with him if you don't want to be molested. Wink, wink. Okay? Oh. Yeah, but he's real powerful, and he'll get you a job if you just, you know, put out. Uh, so just shh, shh. Don't say anything about it. And that worked for him for about 30 years. It's despicable. Yeah. You're really despicable.
Uh, meanwhile, something we barely touched on at the beginning, but I, I find this fascinating. The Mandalay Bay security guard, who's really not a security guard because he's not registered in Nevada as such, and you have to be. Uh, he disappeared last week just a few minutes before he was scheduled to break his silence on television interviews. He was supposed to do five of them, and the reporters were all waiting outside this room for him. And he left by some other route and never came back. He... Uh, has not been seen since. David Hickey of the Security Police and Fire Pol Professionals of America Association told reporters that he got a text the night before saying Jesus Campos was taken to a quick, quick care facility, though they didn't specify where or from whom the text came or what was maybe wrong with him. Spokesperson at the quick care, which has eight locations, said they heard nothing about him visiting. So there's been multiple requests from Fox News, among others, uh, to comment on the matter, but they haven't. Hickey said he was meeting with MGM officials on uh, in the hours before Campos's scheduled TV in, in appearances, including the one with Fox. And then when the meeting ended, Campos was gone. Police say hotel security guard uh, Jesus Campos was shot by the gunman before the mass shooting, which killed 58 people. Uh, for the past four days, he's been preparing. We had a meeting with MGM officials, and that after that meeting was over, we talked about the interviews. We went to a private area. When we came out, he was gone. And again, hasn't been seen since. So is this, in your mind, an indication that he's involved in some way and is now scared to be found out that he was with the shooter and just got wounded somehow, or maybe to look like it wasn't he wasn't involved? Or is he maybe an illegal alien and uh, he's worried about deportation? So refresh my memory real quick. What what was it that he um, would have, for lack of a better word, triggered the shooter to start shooting if he hadn't started shooting down below yet? In other words, I, I forgot. What is it that, that would have uh, tipped off uh, the shooter that uh, Campos was out in the hallway um, causing the some monitors, friction? Yeah, Just he the, had the monitors, that's right, on the, on the, the, that's right, on the cart out there. out there. That's right, yes. Yeah. But so, still, somebody walking by—if you've—if you've got this grand plan to to murder these people down below, some guy just walking by wouldn't seem to be a threat that would cause you to want to blow your own cover there. No, that's for sure. So I don't understand. There's—I know—I want to write this off as an illegal alien. That's all I want. I, I want to just be able to go. Okay. Uh, yeah. He's just running scared now. But uh, but it's is, hard. It gets, is, it's oh. it's hard to do that, and uh, we all want to have some kind of reason for why this happened and he seems to be you know maybe a key maybe he could tell us something about what happened there because he's as far as i know he's never been interviewed in public now wait a second we've never gotten his side of the story as far as i know hold on i just thought of something else here remember the the lady who's screaming in the crowd you're all gonna die tonight mm -hmm. was it was that a hispanic woman and hispanic man yes yeah <laughs> Uh, so uh, I don't, and it was 45 minutes before the shooting started. So it could have been him. Oh. I, I don't know. I don't know. Really bizarre. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about the Cosmo Hertz Kids campaign. Uh, the founder is Victoria Hearst. Very famous family. Very famous corporation. The Hearst Corporation publishes, in fact, Cosmo, Cosmopolitan magazine. Uh, and so Victoria's goal is not to drive them out of business or to censor their, their content. 
She, her only goal here is to have the state's material harmful to minor laws applied to Cosmopolitan magazine. And then you wouldn't be able to sell it to kids under 18. I, it just seems really reasonable. If you'd like to learn more about the Cosmo Hurts Kids campaign, go visit Cosmo, C-O-S-M-O, Hurts Kids, all one word, dot com. She believes in free, free speech. Uh, I believe in free speech. I'm sure you do too. So nobody's trying to put Cosmo out of business. We just want to take a stand against pornography being sold to kids under 18. Once they're past that age, you know, it's up to them. Visit CosmoHurtsKids.com. That's CosmoHurtsKids.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Forty-five minutes from now, Spoons is back. You can catch Stu, Jeffy, and me on Facebook Live, three Eastern, two Central. Be t- uh, tasting some snacks right off the streets of Vietnam. Very exciting. Uh, so don't miss out. Just go to the Blaze Facebook page or Pat Gray Unleashed Facebook Facebook page. Uh, immediately following this particular show. 888-900-3393. We've been finding out about cultural appropriation today and uh, eliminating a lot of choices from your uh, Halloween costume list. You just cross out, you know, anything involving Native, Native Americans, anything involving Mexicans or Mexico, um, anything involving, I guess, sexiness. So... No choice unless you're choosing to kill a baby. Well, yeah, abortion would be perfectly fine. Okay, just checking. That's just all about choice. Got it. That's just all about choice. Okay. And we've been talking about this Los Angeles uh, or Las Vegas security guard that isn't a security guard, and and nobody knows where he is right now. It's really a strange story. And Newsweek using the Southern Poverty Law Center to label the Family Research Council. A hate group. <laughs> it's just really something else. Plus, uh, this comment by Al Gore has sparked perhaps a hit song. Hey, I went down to Miami and saw fish from the ocean swimming in the streets on a sunny day. Wow. The same thing on was true in Honolulu day. just two wait, days wait. ago, just from high tides because of the sea right. level rise the now. Level we rise are now. going to suffer some of these consequences, but we can limit and avoid the most catastrophic consequences right. if we accelerate the pace of change that's now beginning. So that's what we obviously need to do. As we put it to music now. Well, someone told me long ago, our SUVs have got to go. I know. Climate change been killing us. You know, Greenland's melting, as I've said. Pretty soon we'll all be dead. It's true. 
And there is consensus. Yes. I want to know, have you ever seen the fish? I want to know, have you ever seen the fish? Swim down your streets on a sunny day. As I've said right here before, the sun is cold. It's CO2 that's hot. I know. It drives up our temperatures. That's why a carbon tax is what we need. ExxonMobil needs to bleed. Are you a climate denier? I wonder. I want to know, have you ever seen the fish? I want to know, have you ever seen the fish? Swim down your street on a sunny day. Again, not real Al Gore-like, excuse me. Ever the fish I I really want to know have you ever seen the fish swim down your street on a sunny day I think you probably have because of our SUVs uh 888-933-93 888-900 3393. So we'll tweet that out too. You know, maybe get it up on iTunes perhaps or see what happens there with with Al's new song, Have You Ever Seen the Fish? Let's go to Armand in California. Armand, hi, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat, how are you doing? Doing good. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know uh, Jeffy's wrong. Uh, there is already a California dinosaur. Uh, its name is Barbara. Uh, uh, Oh my gosh, the senator! I can't believe I just forgot her name. I ruined the punchline. <laughs> I hate, I hate when that happens. Barbara Boxer. Yep. Barbara Boxer or no, Dianne Feinstein. Feinstein. Diane Feinstein. Diane Feinstein. Yeah. Okay, She's what? Like eighty-eight years old, the oldest uh, senator. Is she that old? Good she heavens! Eighty-six, eighty-eight, something like that. Wow. All right. Uh, eighty-four. Thanks, Armand. Wow. Eighty-four. And how old is uh, Boxer? Because uh, Boxer's getting up there too. You gotta. She don't call her ma'am though. Uh, let's see, Barbara. No, Boxer. she worked really hard for the designation of senator. Uh-huh. Uh huh. She's seventy six. Oh, okay. She's so a she retired chicken. though, right? Yeah. Did she? Is she out of there? Yeah. Right. I think so. Former. Yeah. She's, yeah. Former. Yeah. There you go. So this replaced one nut job with another one. Congrats, California! Yay! So who succeeded Boxer in California as uh, senator? Let's see here. Succeeded. I'm not even. Ah. Huh. I've completely forgotten about Kamala that. Harris, is that right? Oh yeah, yeah that's right. She's another. He's got nightmare. a winning streak going there, Callie. Another, mm-hmm. another California winner. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. so many of them. Oh, she was. Uh, she worked for the uh, San Francisco <laughs> District Attorney's Office. Boy, we know where this is going. Wow, yeah, this is good stuff. <sighs> I don't know. It's you know, even in even in Texas, we can't seem to get 
the kind of representation we need in the state. Now, we got Ted Cruz, which is, you know, you're halfway there. Mm. But then there's John Cornyn, who just, I mean, he's essentially a Democrat by now. The same thing happened to him that happened to Kay Bailey Republican when she was in office. Nice, okay. Uh, <laughs> Kay Bailey Hutchison was, uh, you know, she was she turned out to be a nightmare, mm-hmm. and now Cornyn really has too. And and Cornyn is not on board with hardly almost any of Ted Cruz's policies, and really was lukewarm when Cruz was running for president, if if even lukewarm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it's so even in Texas, when you can't get the kind of representation you need, you're not going to get it in California. I, I've got some good, good nuggets of information here on Kamala Harris, the Senator from California. You want to hear right. this? Sure. Well, prior to joining the United States Senate, Harris had a 100% rating from uh, NARAL, the oh. pro-choice group. Yeah. The extreme, extreme pro-choice, but it, extreme abortion group. It gets better, Pat. All right. In 2016, after hidden camera videos were released accusing healthcare provider, <laughs> healthcare provider, shut up, Planned Parenthood of illegally selling fetal tissue, uh-huh. Kamala Harris is the one who authorized the seizure of an anti-abortion activist's laptop, ID cards, and some other property. She's the one that said, go get it. Wow. Ah, there you go. So congrats, Kelly. Yeah. Another, another winner mm-hmm. that they foisted on the country. Um, meanwhile, NFL pl- owners and players are meeting today on this protest situation. So hopefully we'll have some details on what they come up with tomorrow. From from what I understand, the owners are going to drop their uh, insistence that the protest stop. Now, initially they said, look, we want this to stop. And now Roger Goodell has backed, backed off completely and said, oh, no, the protest is fine. I mean, really, do you have to provide them a protest area or a protest time a safe space at an nfl football game is do we need to have that (laughs) i we don't and it's a business you don't have to let them and they can scream and kick all they want let them quit let them go away and find some other job that'll pay them 10 million dollars a year good luck with that also we got to get into this uh restaurant that posted something complimentary of Donald Trump in a way. I mean, they just said that they were, they supported Donald Trump. Big deal. Uh, and they put up a couple of other things they support and then things that they don't support. You will not believe what happened to them as a result of that. It's just, it's really despicable what's going on. And yet, we, I guess we just are, we're expected to just roll over and play dead for all of it. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed. Coming up. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. returns on the blaze radio network i love the hashtag me too i'm gonna start a hashtag me neither oh just to be contrarian 
That'd be nice. That'd that, be fun. Yeah, we'll, we'll work on that. I like yeah. that idea. Hashtag me neither. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Left wing extremists have successfully heckled a restaurant almost out of business. It's been shut down because these left wing mobs are are threatening these two guys uh, politically. They're threatening them with violence, uh, and they're th- threatening their business. Uh, so they closed because they went on fo- Facebook, the, the two owners, and they just they posted some things that they like and support and things, conversely, that they don't like and don't support. They put up, it's time, cup it up, is which the name of the restaurant. It's time, cup it up, American Grill made a statement. We believe in and support 100% the following. First, our president, Donald J. Trump. Well, that alone, that alone should get you shut down in your establishment. They support him? They support him. Wait a minute. They also support always standing for the national anthem. Oh, good heavens. Don't you know what this protest is about? Well, neither do the people protesting exactly, and nobody can seem to figure out exactly what it is and nail it down. But still, you should know. The United States Armed Forces, they support first responders repealing Obamacare, drug screening for welfare recipients. <gasps> oh, the hate. Oh. Legal immigration. I can't. So you don't want people to come to this country I just can't. illegally? I can't. I, I, I can't stand the xenophobia, the racism, and the hateophobia. It's just hateophobia. Hateophobia. Yes, that's what it is. It's <laughs> Wait, that would be Something. a phobia of hating. And yeah. apparently they don't have that. Hmm. So it'll be anti hateophobia need some of that. Uh, they support <laughs> the Bill of Rights, which is an ancient, outdated, do- dusty old document. I don't know where they're coming up with that. They support less government. And in God we trust. How <gasps> dare you? Whoa, whoa. How dare you? What? <laughs> and they, hold on, they actually... They yeah. typed this. They did. Into they, the in, internet record. Yes. <laughs> okay. And it's online right now for people to see. <sighs> or maybe they took it down by now because I, you can't exist if you believe in these things. And then they said, we don't believe in or support the following. Those that don't respect our president, armed forces, and first responders. They don't support kneeling for the national anthem. They don't support Antifa. So they're not anti-fascist, which means what? They're fascists. Huh. They don't support fake news, political correctness, entitlements, global warming, big government, hate groups and hate crimes, mm. late night hosts getting political, and celebrity expert opinions. Wow. I mean, that is, you know, that's bold for restaurant owners. It's, I mean, that is... They, they took a chance here. So then at the end of the post, they write, if you like this post, please share it with five friends, and we look forward to your next visit. If you disagree with this post, please share it with 100 friends, <laughs> and we won't be expecting you anytime soon. God bless the United States of America. Sincerely, and they sign their names. Well, uh, obviously the left went crazy. Left-wing fascists can't stand people even existing. Uh, apparently, people threatened to burn down the restaurant with the owners in it. Ron Sanchez is one of the owners, 
and his granddaughter works there. He's like, my granddaughter works here. You're going to burn down the restaurant with us in it? Frequent customer Erica Ayup said she found it refreshing that the restaurant stood up for what they believed in. I respected their decision to speak up and be patriotic, whether people agree or not. It wasn't smart for them to do what they did from a business aspect, especially being down here in the university section, which is more liberal and young. Yeah, that's, I mean, it was maybe not advisable for them to do this, but it's America. You would think they'd be able to do this and be okay, but they, it's been so bad. People have threatened their lives. People have threatened their business. And so it's so bad, they shut down indefinitely. Have you looked to see if they're back open today yet? No. Do we have an update an on that? Because no. sure. it's really something. It's really unbelievable. I mean, this is Arizona, right? Yeah. My gosh, man. I just... Arizona And Arizona is a fairly conservative state. Yeah. But anytime you have university students... Uh, yeah. You're, you're going to have... All bets are off. Yeah. You're going to have progressive problems. Because these kids just haven't had a chance their whole lives. They've just been indoctrinated with this crap their entire lives. And it's really hard to get through to them now. You got to wait until they've paid a lifetime of taxes. And they've been beaten down with the oppression of the left before they'll finally uh, come to their senses. And maybe they won't ever. I don't know. Yeah, the, as of uh, Sunday, they're still closed. Still, still closed. Mm-hmm. Jeez, that's too Indefinitely. bad. What a country now, I tell you. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to go yakos on you. I, I, it is depressing, though. 888-900-3393. It, it just is depressing. Between this and, and Newsweek, caving in to uh, the Southern Poverty Law Center and the people they deem hateful, and just because the SPLC labels somebody hateful, they do in their magazine as well. And it just shows you how left that media source is. Uh, it's unconscionable. I mean, how do, how do our kids stand a chance in this environment? Really, really tough. Uh, 888-900-3393. At least there was one Democrat with a little bit of common sense in all of this nonsense that's going on lately. And it's a guy who has said how ridiculous it is that Hillary Clinton has not yet returned the Harvey Weinstein money. I worked for Bill Clinton. I'm still fond of Bill Clinton and certainly have been supportive of the goals of the foundation. But this is dumb. This is just dumb. Give the yes, money back. Thank you. Weinstein is totally discredited, as he should be. This isn't an issue of politics. The man's a predator. You took money from him. Give it back, period. Give it back, period. That's a good point. And, and let's not say, oh, eventually we will, or we're trying to figure out how to do it, or, you know, it's, we, we can't find the legal way around it. She just doesn't want to give it back. <laughs> That's all there is to it. And I think he understands that. Are you still looking at uh, at Bucky's wall of jerky? Are you judging me <laughs> in yeah. the middle of a radio uh, show? Yeah, I, am. I look over there, and yeah. you're still. <laughs> I mean, look at this. It's a... looking at the wall of beef jerky at at Bucky's. I'm just I'm I'm doing math, okay? So so I I count I count the uh, there's 25 places on the wall times eight rows here. So mm-hmm. what's that? 200. 
So there's 200 shelf positions on the wall at Bucky's of every kind of beef jerky you can imagine, every flavor possible, in addition <laughs> to the separate little island shelf. I mean, we could, I could, oh my gosh. I can't Armageddon believe we're comes. talking about Weinstein. We're talking about things important to the nation. Yeah. And what are you looking at? More important things? The Bucky's wall of jerky. Yeah. That's what you're looking at. That's right. I, I have no shame. I'm fine. I'm just doing math here. And by the way, the A-listers who have been assaulted in Hollywood, that continues to add up. Oscar, There's an Oscar-winning actor who's caught up in the Weinstein sex abuse scandal. And a top U.S. broadcaster accused him of assaulting a loved one. The actor, who can't be named for legal reasons. I really, oh Man, I can't wait to find out who this is. Has been accused of assaulting a loved one. Uh, the Hollywood A-lister, so it's one of the biggest stars in Hollywood, supposedly, okay. is being accused by a U.S. broadcaster of assaulting one of, the, one of his loved ones. So apparently a relative of his or a good close personal friend of his has been assaulted by this A-list actor. We don't know who the broadcaster is, and we don't know who the actor is. And they say that they can't name him for legal reasons. I, I don't know what kind. Uh, but in a reference to Weinstein, she said on social media, it was time for the dominoes to fall. We're not naming the star or his accuser for legal reasons. But an insider said rumors about this actor have circulated for years. Lots of people are making allegations after what's happened with Weinstein. But no alleged victim of this particular man has spoken publicly as yet. Oh, come on. Let's have it. If we're going to burn down Hollywood, let's really burn it down. Let's find out who all of these people are. Because I'm so tired of their sanctimonious nonsense. And then we won't have to listen to it anymore, you would, you would think, right? <laughs> You'd think. After they're completely exposed, after they're laid bare... With all of their sins and all of their foibles and all of their holier-than-thou nonsense. Uh, and then all of this comes out, uh, we won't, I'm pretty sure <laughs> we won't have to be subjected to it anymore. But this is just another element that came out. Then one of the members of the Pussycat Dolls, you big fan of the Pussycat Dolls? Huge uh, band, I, I guess. Kaya Jones has spoken out about her time in Pussycat Dolls. Right, yeah. She said it was basically a prostitution ring. So there's some more uh, yeah. sexual misconduct allegations. And, of course, um, Hollywood's trying their best to put these fires out. But like the wildfire that's sweeping through these uh, neighborhoods, there's just no. it's burning too hot right now, and they can't douse this flame. The prolific producer was until recently considered one of the most powerful figures in Tinseltown. Um, so, but no, but Weinstein has been joined now by other A-list directors and A-list actors in these allegations. Stars including Gwyneth Paltrow, Angelina Jolie, wow, Kate Beckinsale too, have alleged they were all victims of Weinstein's sexual advances. I hadn't heard about Kate Beckinsale yet and Kate Winslet. Wow. I, this is going to go everywhere. It's going to touch every corner of Hollywood. It, it already is. Yeah. 
But it's going to be great when the names of all these guys are out there. Uh, yesterday, Kate Winslet revealed how she refused to thank the 65-year-old in her 2009 Oscars acceptance speech. She told the LA Times he was bullying and nasty. The fact that I'm never going to have to deal with Harvey Weinstein again as long as I live is one of the best things that's ever happened. And I'm sure the feeling is universal. Wow. How despicable is it that they kept all of this to themselves for this long? And they'll say, oh, well, it's really hard. It's really hard to, to get out there and say something when you're afraid for your career. Isn't that what you expect of politicians and people in other professions? Yes. And they would be, they would be bludgeoning anybody who'd kept this secret for 30 years. Ugh, the hypocrisy is unbelievable. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Coming up. You are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray Unleashed. Uh, 888-933-93. You can tweet to us <clears throat> at uh, Pat Unleashed. At Pat Unleashed. Got some tweets uh, coming in. Yeah, we do here. Fast uh, and furiously. Yes, uh, let's see. Lori D. Jackal number nine uh, tweets out that uh, I demand a new song. What's that? Who pays your salary? Ben Affleck. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, that's good. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. Uh, just who muck and fudge uh, tweets at you here at hashtag tell Pat. Have you ever seen the fish in the street on a sunny day? Hashtag me neither. Say <laughs> so they're picking that's up great. on the me neither. I like that. Hashtag, hashtag me neither. GD uh, Chapel <laughs> tweets. <laughs> tell Pat. Great. Uh, do you believe Jeffy is an honest, respectable, handsome, kind-hearted human being? Hashtag me, me neither. neither. <laughs> so there you go. Use the hashtag me neither and the hashtag tell Pat. And we'll it's already it. spreading. It's already <laughs> blowing up on the Twitters. On the Twitters. Yes, so, it is. Pretty exciting. <laughs> Doing that. Uh, right okay. Now. We, we mentioned earlier that uh, President Trump was doing a press conference with Alexis Tsipras from uh, Greece. He's the prime minister of Greece. And he, a few years ago, called President Trump evil. Somebody had the giblets to ask him about it at the press conference. Trump is there. Tsipras is there. And I think John Fox News, John Roberts, stands up and asks the question that is <laughs> on everybody's mind. Uh, and it Mr. went a little Prime Minister, something like uh, this. With respect to the president, in March of 2016, you said of the potential for a Donald Trump presidency, quote, mm-hmm. I hope we will not face this evil. And I'm wondering wow. if after spending time with the president, you have changed your mind or if you're of the same mind. I wish I knew that before my speech. Διαπίστωσα από την συνάντηση που είχαμε τον πρόεδρο ότι it's all Greek to me. President, his approach and the way he addresses the projects. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, the U.S. is a very 
strong power and their ability to right. uh, intervene for good uh -huh. are very, very important. I want to confirm that the meeting that we had was very productive. Well, Not a the moment question. did I feel that I threatened at any time. I, uh, I saw that there is a very fertile outlook here in order to set aside any differences we may have to find the common ground. The common ground which is really important for the relationship between the two, our two peoples that are traditional and historical uh -huh. and for our common objectives. We need common values. What a lie of bullcrap this me. is. Don't forget that the value of democracy and freedom was uh -huh. born in Greece. And it's one of the basic values that traverses uh, American culture and American tradition. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about now, uh, Prime Minister Cyprus, but the question was, do you still believe Donald Trump is evil? Can I make an observation here? <laughs> Um, the president then immediately said, wow, I wish I'd wish known I'd that known before that. my speech. So, yes. so well, first of all, I can't believe that that he didn't know that. I can't either. Because he knows if you sneeze in the wrong direction of him, you get a tweet storm right. aimed at you. Right. But the fact that he didn't know that, does that mean that his staff didn't know that? Or his staff just wanted to keep that information away from him so he didn't turn that I'll into a... I'll tell you what that does mean about his... He's pissed at somebody now yep. for not telling him. Yeah. Because there is no way he would have had this guy at the White House right. with him. There is no way he would have said good things about him. There's no way. I don't think he'd even be here if he'd no. known this in no. advance. You know what he would have said? He would have said, we originally had uh, the leader of Greece scheduled to be here at the White House, but Not gonna he be thinks able to I'm that. evil, so we're canceling it. Invitation revoked! <laughs> Exclamation yes. mark times 12. Yes. Wow. And, okay, so he's still... Doing this little uh, sidestep of the actual question. Mm. And, I mean, this goes on a while. The president today of the U.S. is uh -huh. continues this tradition. Okay. And I think our collaboration will be very substantial. And I'm very optimistic after the meeting that we had today. <laughs> yeah, but do you think he's evil? So I might just add that uh -oh. a number of countries were... Uh -huh. A little bit nervous at the beginning, and I have very good relationships with the leaders of virtually every country I've dealt with. But the reason they were concerned was because I will not allow our country, the United States of America, to be taken advantage of by so many other countries all over the world. If you look at our trade deficits, massive trade deficits with virtually every country. Trump's actually you helping him out jobs here. moving right. out it's to amazing. certain countries. It's amazing. And uh, the, the companies are leaving and they're firing the people. And I mean, he, for, he shouldn't be get, letting him off the hook like this because uh, none of that means... I mean, you can understand countries being nervous right. about him coming, uh, ascending to power. Sure. This but, country included. But you can't say that it's okay that they called you evil. Right. And that right there. That's that, a whole different thing. That response by Trump was a 10 on a scale of 10 for him. I mean, that, that was a really good answer. It was a, a, the answer of a diplomat. Thank you. Yes. And he doesn't usually play that role. Uh, let's see if he sneaks any kind of uh, j jab in at the end here. And the product is made elsewhere and then it's sold back into the United States. I'm not going to be allowing that. So I can mm -hmm. understand how certain countries and the leaders of certain countries may feel. But we're just not going to allow the United States to be taken advantage of by uh -huh. other countries anymore. And there's nothing we can do about that. Thank you. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, yeah, he helped him out. Very 
Nice. Cypress was drowning there. <laughs> uh, John Roberts just tossed uh, Alexis Cypress a an anchor, <laughs> and he was he was drowning with it. Yeah. And then uh, Trump jumped in and helped him out. That that's was, that's that was pretty smooth. amazing. That was very smooth. That was a very diplomatic move by him, and he doesn't. I mean. I wouldn't have expected it from somebody who called him evil. No, he sees blood in the water, man. He's right there bouncing. But, yeah. Uh, that was, I was happy with that response. Put it that uh, way. It was, it was presidential. That's the word. Yeah, I would, I would say that was a presidential response. So good for him. Maybe he's growing in the office. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. Hopefully, but you're right. I'm possible. still worried about the staffer that didn't put that in his notes for yeah, the morning. Yeah, the, the staffer who didn't who didn't tell him that mm. Cyprus called him evil in the past. That can't be good. He, he can't. You cannot uh, be expecting a raise anytime soon. Yeah, you can expect a box. Yep. Eesh. Maybe not. Uh, all right. Also, report now that uh, that. Romance is dead in TV's newest uh, dating shows. They've got uh, apparently couples going straight to divorce courts now. The next big trend in dating shows is not dating, but actually breaking up. It's as everything heads toward negativity in society, right? Having tried to salvage something from the wreckage in cathartic shows like One Night with My Ex from Britain's Channel 5 earlier this year, Producers are now going for an, for the nuclear option. Two new, much-discussed French formats have a radical solution to mar- marital discord. Instant divorce. Couples who take the breakup and divorce for the better clips, uh, which were shown on Monday, have to agree to divorce before what's left of their relationship is tested to see if it's worth saving. Uh, both shows urge the couples to embrace single life again sending them out on dates and throwing divorce parties for them jeez could this society could this civilization get any worse uh this is just despicable the breakup in the in the show the breakup couples must come together at the end of their trial separation to watch an excruciating movie of their marriage before deciding whether or not to tear up the divorce papers those women who decide to to go it alone could try their luck on another new show by the way which posits that some might have been happier with another woman wait what? What <laughs> wow yes it's the end of the world as we know it the end of the world as we know it i feel so fine and i feel fine 888-900-3393 we'll see you tomorrow Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.